Yo, 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 what it do? What the business is? Word on the street. We back up in this sponsors. What's going on, y'all? This is Killer, and this is Off the Sticks. It's a sports episode. Y'all two go ahead, do your whole introductory things and whatnot. It's Corey. What's up, y'all? Y'all know who else it is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's an interesting show tonight for y'all because we got the NFL and the NBA. We're going to get things started on the gridiron because that stuff happened first. And uh, I'm going to let me just say this right now. I guess, you know, we, we did issue an apology before to the um, to the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's about time we issue one to the New York football giants as well. We were no. incredibly disrespectful. They are for real. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're Stop for real. that. No, they're it's not. For real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they're not. They, 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 they're five and one. They're five and one. They deserve. They deserve credit for going five and one. They are not for real. Let's get that out of. Let's get that out of your head right now. They ain't played nobody worth talking about. Oh, matter. I'll put it like this. They ain't beat mm-hmm. nobody worth talking about. Sure about that? Let's go. Go through the schedule. All right. I can already list last week's opponent. Who the Ravens? Mm-hmm. The Ravens don't have no receivers. Lamar, I, I said it on a previous show. Lamar Jackson don't he don't ever had a ball had a, a receiver to throw the ball to. The, his his top receiver is always Mark Andrews, and that defense ain't good. The Ravens right now are not the Ravens. The That's Ravens, definitely. They're, 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 oh, no, my bad, Corey. But no, I was saying the Ravens ain't the Ravens right now. Their identity is run the football, stop the run. It's the it's literally the same thing as the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Ravens have no defense. The Ravens can't run the ball outside of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson also don't have nobody to throw the ball to except for Mark Andrews. The Ravens are not who you think they are. So, nah, Giants ain't beat. They, they don't count as somebody the Giants beat. All right. What would you now, when the season? Oh, no, I was just saying the Ravens' defense is the most disappointing unit of the season so far. Facts. Facts. Mm. Who else they beat? All right. They beat the Titans week one. Titans trash. They beat the Panthers. They, they, I they, know, they, already they know. trash. They beat the Bears. Bears are trash. Packers. The Packers are mediocre as hell. And the Ravens. Ass. So again, right. I ask you, who have they beat that's legitimate? I mean, be honest with you, the schedule is easy right up until I would give it if Dak is back by the um, November twenty fourth Thanksgiving game. We already beat them without that, so <laughs> like because they, like, they got the saying. Jags. They're not, no, they're I, not good. Yeah, I say that because they got the Jags, Seahawks, then a bye, mm-hmm. then the Texans and the Lions who have no defense, which that's kind of disappointing because I thought they were gonna play way better than they are. Mm-hmm. Then they got y'all again on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and they got the um, Washington Commandos, Eagles again. Well, the Eagles for the first time. Then the Commandos again. Then the Vikings, who is a sneak pick to make the Super Bowl this year. Then Colts to finish up with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They could very well win 12 games this year and be in the playoffs. That does not mean that they're good. 
We won. We won uh, damn 13 games a few years back and lost in, and lost uh, in our divisional game after a bye week. I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> I mean, the, the Giants, there, there's nothing the Giants have done that is good. Nothing. The Giants are one of the few NFL teams that with the subpar roster, if they believe in themselves, they can go off and win you a Super Bowl. What, what the Giants got, what the Giants got is good coaching. That's what the Giants got. They got the same bum ass quarterback. Now Saquon has stepped up. That's been that's been uh, the big difference uh, between Saquon this year and the last two years. Well, the last they, two years Saquon been hurt. Exactly, that's my point. But and everybody thought he was done. But Saquon looking good as hell. That that's the that's the only difference in the Giants. They still got the same bum ass quarterback. Sterling Shepard is hurt like always. They still got they, they still got that receiver Slayton who is average at best. And they still got nobody else outside of that offensively. And that O-line still garbage. On defense, mm-hmm. they drafted Kayvon Thibodeau. That's a good pick. They got Dexter Lawrence. He nice. Um, shit. Uh, uh, Who's that linebacker that lit up? Um, that lit up Derrick Henry. Yeah, nah, not just Jalen Smith. I like Jalen Smith, former Cowboy. I know you know about him. Um, but also, um, they got another linebacker, one that he's Tagged um, he tagged Derrick Henry in week one. I don't know, but my point is the Giants. The Giants ain't good. The what that what the Giants got is the Giants got an identity because the Giants got a good head coach. Coaching matters, and so the Giants look better than they look better than they actually are. Um, but when you go down the list, they haven't beat anybody. The one team that the one the one quote unquote somebody that they played on a schedule they lost to. And that was us, and that was with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I, so I ain't trying to hear about the Giants. The Eagles, different story. But the Giants, nah, that's a fluke. If I'm okay. wrong, if I'm wrong later in the season and they win a playoff game, I'll apologize to them. Okay, I can take that. I mean, it's not like I'm a Giants fan any goddamn way. Oh, and completely by the way, Dallas, I'm not disappointed in how you all. Played that kind of figure it was about time it came back down to earth. I did want you all to win. I really did. Mainly because of that goddamn bet. But um I can say that both teams show up and are healthy. It's gonna come down to last possession between Dallas and um, Philly. Both teams healthy? Like Dak instead of Cooper Rush? Go ahead, Corey. You go ahead, Corey. I'll get it after you. So that game, it, it pretty much played out kind of how I expected it. You know, I, I, I said I picked, the, I picked the Eagles to win last week. So nothing really, like, surprised me about that game. Um, I do think the game would have looked different if Dak played. Um, I don't know if we would have won, but that game definitely would have looked differently. I, I have us tying it up when we see him again. But uh yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not I like I'm not surprised at anything that happened. No, the Eagles are a good team. Um and everything pretty much played out how I thought it would. Cooper Rush kinda came back down to earth, you know. I wished our receivers stepped up a little bit more as a collective unit, but you know, we'll see how it goes. So I'm not too surprised. Uh I am not looking at the Cowboys as I don't think this was a this was a coming to earth kind of thing. Um, 
first of all, and 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 I and I want to be clear. I, I remember I said when that when that got hurt, I changed my bet. I said the Cowboys were only going to win five games. I was like four or five games, some shit like that. So I I I am completely wrong on what I thought the Cowboys were going to do this year. Now having said that, anybody who thought that anybody who thought that um this game was going to dictate whether the Cowboys are quote unquote for real or not. It, they're foolish. If you thought that, you're foolish. Because you, you, we go, we went into we went into a division game, obviously against the Eagles, big time rivalry with a backup quarterback. Like we not even we not even healthy. We got a back. We had a backup quarterback in there. Uh, we got our, so our quarterback is out. Our starting quarterback is out. Our starting left tackle is still hurt. He he gonna be hurt until damn near December. Um, what you call it? We still we still got we got we had Jason Peters in there. Jason Peters only this was his second game that he's played this season. Like this is second game. So like this 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 game ain't dictate whether the Cowboys were for real or not. Um, the Eagles did what they were supposed to do. They they came in. And they beat a team that has injuries. I'm not about to give Philly credit for that. Um, I'm also I'm also not scared of Philly whatsoever at all. I think Philly I think Philly is a legit a legit contender. Also think the Cowboys fully healthy are a legit contender. Um, I actually am I actually am happy with the way the game turned out because usually. When the, when the game when the game Corey what was the score what was the score before it got to what was it going into halftime was it like it was like twenty to seven or some shit like that twenty to three I think twenty to three that's twenty to three going into the second half historically within the last like let's say ten years Cowboys will always give up always give up that game you go down you down twenty to three at halftime the Cowboys usually always give it up. They ain't playing. They it, like they come out. They come out the second half lethargic. They ain't really playing for much. The game, the game becomes just a shit show. Cooper Rush actually got them back in the game. Um, like Corey, to your point, you said you don't know if the Cowboys would have won if uh, we had Dak in there. I do. If you saw what Cooper Rush, the Cooper Rush threw what three picks, mm-hmm. and he only lost by nine points. If Dak was in there, I'm 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 ninety five percent sure we would have won that game. So, because Philly really um, did I'm not happy. play you guys. No, they did not. Um, so I'm happy with how the Cowboys played. Uh, also, I'm not going to bag on Cooper Rush. He is a he is a a good backup quarterback. Um, he he did more. He he did more than what his job description says. When when that guy hurt, we thought it was over. We thought we was we would be zero and six by now, and we motherfucking four and two with the fourth best with the fourth best record in the NFC with a backup quarterback and so a backup I'm, guard and tackle. I'm, I'm, so I'm not so I'm not uh, disappointed by the Cowboys at all. I just hope that when Dak come back next week, um, 
I just hope that when Dak come back next week, that Kellen Moore calls the same game like he was calling with with um. I just hope he calls the same game. Don't stop and stop trying and, and don't try to like do like some extra shit. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that that's where I'm at with it. Uh, I, I'll give I'll give y'all a hot take. I'll give y'all a hot take. I'll I'll make sure I put it I put it in the title or something. Y'all want me to, but. The Eagles got the best record in the in the conference, but the Eagles are not the best team in the in the division. <clears throat> They're really not. The and the best team in the division. Like what I remember when we did our preseason show, and I told you all who the Eagles were. Yeah, they they can be explosive. It's there for the the ability to be there, but they are handicapped by Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts did a good job of icing out Mike, Michael Parsons, though. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that he can do because of his legs. But there's... Like the RPOs. Yeah, the RPOs. I mean, those are made to free his linebackers anyway. Mm-hmm. Or, and also made to kind of decrease the depth, especially if you are like a zone-protecting linebacker, which you have zone-protecting linebackers. So if you're running against an RPO, what, what typically you're teaching is watch your depth. Be at a median range. Don't get killed one way or the other. Because if I'm reading that and I see you sitting back and now you're moving, going backwards, I'm keeping that. Or if you're coming up, I'm taking it away and I'm hitting you right over the top. So linebacker discipline comes into play there. And that's really, really, honestly, I think Michael Parsons played one of his most intelligent games of the season against Philly. Nah, nah, we couldn't stop the run for shit. Not off his side. On on his side, we could not stop the run. When they was running to Michael Parsons, on Michael Parsons' side, we could not stop the run at all. They would freeze him every single time. Every single time they ran the ball on his side of the field, it was an RPO. Every single time, Jalen Hurts would look Michael Parsons straight in his face, look him in his eyes to figure out, all right, who he leaning to? Is he trying to keep me in check, or is he trying to keep Miles Sanders in check? And whichever one Michael Parsons was looking at, Jalen Hurts went the opposite way. So if the ball, if if, if Michael Parsons was looking at Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts kept it. If Parsons was looking at Hurts, Miles Mal Sanders took it. Every single time, we could not stop the run. So they did a good job of freezing out Michael Parsons. I still stand by exactly what I said last week. Michael Parsons is the greatest defensive player I have ever witnessed in my life. I still stand by that. Yeah, I mean, all of us will have different picks. On on that note, I I still believe it's um, Troy. As far as the playmaking ability, like he was never out of uh, out of position. I'm rolling with Troy. That's just me. I call it bias if you want. Even without even without Troy Polamalu was the best defender I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. I, I don't even know if Troy, I'm gonna be honest with you. He made plays at every single level of the I, defense. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know if Troy Polamalu is the greatest safety ever. I, I can't I can't give him that. Who are you putting ahead of him? Ed, Ed Reed. Reed. 
Every okay. Every easily. Every that's I, I, I can buy, buy that. I can buy Ari. That's yeah, the man. And, 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 I mean, and, there was Ed, a period of time Ed, where they were interchangeable, but I think Ari put no, distance at the end. Hell no. Ed no at the, the end at the end of his career, ever. he put distance. He put distance because he played with I think six more years than um Troy. Man, look. Something Ed, like that. Ari gonna get that damn ball. Palomalu, I mean, Palomalu would too, but Ed Reed gonna get that damn ball. Ed Reed out there playing corner at safety. Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed, the greatest safety ever. But I understand why you picked Palomalu. You still a fan. And right, Palomalu yeah, was great too, so I, I don't want to. Palomalu is great. Palomalu is a top three all time safety. He is top three. It's, it, in the top three is probably Ed Reed. Ronnie Lott and him. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Ronnie Lott is definitely in that in that bunch. Honestly, now this is my opinion, hot take if you want to call it one or not, but um, I believe any three of those gentlemen, if you said they were the greatest of all time, you won't get looked that weird. It's interchangeable to me. The greatest what? At their position? Safety. Oh, oh yeah. At okay, the okay. position. Yeah, it's interchangeable. Because let's say you're um, – a safe a guy who likes a hard hidden safety. You're gonna go Ronnie Lott all day, all day. If you say, yo, I want a guy who's a ball hawk, who's gonna be, who's always around the football, you're gonna go Ed Reed. If you're like, yo, I need this play, you go Troy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Depending on what you like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I can like hitting. I could like ball hawking, or it could be give me a safety for one play. All of them scenarios, I'm picking Ed Reed. All of them. Like, and, and if we're talking about hitting, if we're talking about hitting, the two best safeties are Ed Reed and Brian Dawkins. If we're talking about hitting, Ed Reed and B Dawk. And then the Cowboys safety, Roy Williams and Sean Taylor. Them the four for hitting. You but, know the safety who don't get as much love? Just to kind of thinking about the safety position right now? Bob Sanders doesn't get brought up enough. Bob ain't, ain't, because, ain't in that class. Not, if it wasn't for the injuries, dog, I'm telling you. Yeah. The Colts had one. No, the Colts did have one. But the thing with Bob Sanders is he was like 5'8". I, I, yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. You can't have a you can't have a five eight safety. You can't have a five eight safety and have five eleven corners. That ain't gonna work. Not when receivers is out here six three. You yeah, I mean, let's saying? be. I mean, they weren't like a ton of big targets back then. Like that, I, you had your your clear ones. I mean, T.O. Who was, played T.O. was around. T.O. T.O. Moss. You know what I'm saying? Chad I, I Johnson. Think, I think Calvin Johnson was in there for a little bit before Bob uh, Sanders it, uh, retired. He was more Andre. He was more Andre. Ooh. Calvin got there in like 08, which is like toward the end of Bob Sanders. I don't know. I, I got to say. Bob Sanders was a he was top flight for like five years in a row. Not about top two. Flight. <laughs> about two. About two. About two. I don't know about five, but about two. Bob Sanders was that dude in Indianapolis for at least two. Um, he, he was nice. I look. I'm not. I ain't trying to shade him. He was nice, but I don't remember five years of Bob Sanders though. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pulling them up now. I'm letting you know. I'm gonna let you know. Corey, who you taking? Ed, Ed Reed, Palomalu. Who you taking at safety? Ed Reed is is the best safety of my lifetime. Again, I'm not gonna laugh at anybody who says Palomalu. Oh, I yeah, understand. I but to me, Ed Reed is the greatest. Um, he's Ed, Ed, the thing with Ed, and I understand Killer your point, and 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 this is also why Palomalu is great. Like he can line up anywhere. It was almost like he would freelance, and yeah. he would he would make some unbelievable. Like I, I still remember the time where he was just like on a fourth and short. He would he would time it. Perfect. And when it got Flacco, that won us a goddamn Super Bowl. I, like that's something I remember. Like. Paul Paul, he did all types of stuff like that. But Ed Reed, to me, he was just, to me, the greatest play I've ever seen a safety make is when he played, they, the Ravens played the Colts, and Ed Reed is going back, acting like he's playing deep, and Peyton thinks he's going deep. Before Peyton Manning throws the ball, Ed knows Peyton is going to get that curl route to Reggie Wayne. Ed turns and curls and picks off Peyton. Like he had eyes in the back of his head. That's the greatest play I've ever seen a safety make. The greatest play I've ever seen a safety. If y'all don't know what to look it up, Ravens versus Colts. It was actually brings it up a lot. It was he brings that play up a lot. Like who does stuff like that? That's but anyway. Ed Reed to me, I think he's the best. Palomalu is great too, but I I take Ed Reed. I, I I am not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh or make jokes. About killer uh, saying Palomalu is is the the greatest safety to him. I am I the, it is it is very for Palomalu is the only safety that I have seen to not have assigned coverages in defensive plays. They would like the way the way Tomlin the way Tomlin and uh who was Palomalu coach when he first got there was a coward. Cower, yeah, he had Cower, but he always had Dick LeBeau. Way, he always the, had Dick LeBeau on defense. The way, the way that Palomalu, like the way that he would play, you could tell in Pittsburgh. No matter who the coach was, he never was assigned a coverage. Everybody else was, but he never was like, "All right, I'm playing zone. All right, I'm playing man. All right, I'm blitzing." He never had like a, an assigned an assigned play in a package. His whole game was everybody else got they assigned coverages. B, I'm freelancing. Whatever I see and whatever my instinct tell me, that's what I'm gonna go do. And so I can't get mad at Killer for saying Palomalu is the greatest safety ever. I just think. That if I seen Palomalu and Ed Reed on a draft board and I need a safety, oh, I'm drafting Ed Reed before for Palomalu or any other safety. That's just my personal opinion. So, Killer, I ain't throwing no shade at you. Don't think I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't throwing no shade on you. Oh, no, no, no. Ain't nothing like that. I said, it's just that, you know, all of us kind of have our own take on who we like, who we would take in certain spots, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, in some cases, like when, like the whole concept of who you taking that, like if you drafting a quarterback, who you taking? Mm-hmm. You know, you put Brady in that mix, you put Manny out there, you can put Marino, Elway, Montana, like all those cats. 
everybody would say they would take a different quarterback for a different reason. Man, if, man, I ain't taking no damn Brady. I'd take Mike Vick before I take Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And I un- and I understand Tom Brady is the greatest uh the greatest quarterback ever. I understand. I think he's the greatest winner ever. This is I think there's a big difference between an elite quarterback by play or just a guy who knows how to win. Look, I don't like Tom Brady, but he but I agree, but he the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> I, I don't like him. He's not the most talented quarterback ever. I think that belongs to either Mahomes or Rodgers. But I think he is the I think he is the greatest quarterback ever. Um but even still, I would take Mike Vick over Tom Brady. That's just me. Vick was electricity, though. Vick was Vick was a legend. And speaking of the word legend, I just want to let y'all know I got a game for y'all after we get done the whole lineup. So, well, it's not really All a right. game; it's more of a debate. Okay, and uh, and also I think Corey said he got us on the um. Is he a Hall of Famer as well? So that's gonna be this gonna be pretty dope. Oh, yeah, this gonna be a good one there. Oh yeah. And speaking of good ones, thank you Pittsburgh for remembering what the game of football looks and feels like and beating Tom Brady. Thank you. That's all I need from this year. Now we can lose the rest of the season in dignity because I don't know how the hell we won that game. Yeah, um, Mike, you could have started at safety for us. That's how thin we are. Yeah, I want to. I want to um, touch on some, something real quick. And I know I didn't put this in the lineup, but in the, in the lineup earlier today. But um, can we talk about the commodes real quick? You mean oh oh the the Washington team? Yeah, can we talk about the them? commodes? <laughs> I was like, are we talking about shit? Cause no, no, we talking about the the only XFL team that's playing in the NFL right now. Yeah, um, let's talk about it. I don't even. I don't want to talk about the the Washington team. I don't want to talk about them. I want to talk about their owner. Oh yeah, buddy. I want to talk about their owner. And and I, and and I want I want to be clear. With what I, I won't be clear in saying that I know that I'm a Cowboy fan. I, my opinion has nothing to do with Cowboy Washington rivalry. In this particular case, I I am I am I have the utmost respect for the players that are playing for the Washington organization right now. So this is no shade. But I'm not gonna lie to you. They need to get Dan Snyder the fuck up out of there. As a competitor, I am happy with him being the current owner. I am happy. Because as long as he's the owner, they're gonna keep on losing. So as a competitor, he can stay there. But his reluctance to sell the team. When everybody else is urging him to do so, it's fucking ridiculous. Corey Killer, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, get, I wanna put y'all, I wanna put this in y'all perspective about this topic. In the course of, in the course of two years, 
really, no, in the course of three years, this man has gone through battles with the native people of this country. So he he's had battles with the Native Americans about the name of the team. There were protests lining up outside of FedEx Field about the name, rightfully so, because the, the former name of their team is pretty much the N-word to Native Americans. So, yes, the, the, the protests, were it, they were correct in protesting that name. I don't care what nobody say. Um, but that started three years ago. He goes through a name change, or he goes through a name change where the where the name is stripped, and he can't, and they can't come up with a name, so they call themselves football team. Then they come up with this terrible commander's name. Notice I'm keeping everything about football right now. I haven't talked about the fact that in the last three years, how many, the, the, remember the, the cheerleading, Killer, you remember the cheerleading uh lawsuit that Dan Snyder had? Mm-hmm. Within the last three years, it was the cheerleading lawsuit. It was the the allegations about Washington having a, having a frat culture in, in, like, in like the management. There was the assistant coach who was uh was he the assistant coach who was um running a drug ring where he had the DEA interrupt Washington's football practice? Mm-hmm. He had um he had uh uh what was I about to say? I think he had a sexual assault allegation against him. Yeah, that was about a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, he had a sexual assault allegation against him. And now he got some other shit going on where all the owners are telling him, sell the team, just sell the team. And selling the team would be a win-win because if he sell the team, he's going to make a profit from his sale. He's selling the Big team. time, too. He's, go- he's going to make a profit. So that's a win for him. And he can go do something else with another sports team if he wants. It also puts the NFL owners in a better light because they are no longer associated with him. So rather than having somebody on his team relay all of this logic to him saying these are the pros, the only con is that you're not the owner of the Washington team no more. Rather than having somebody put that logic in his head, what he does is write a letter to the NFL owners and start blaming ESPN about falsehood stories and all of this. And it's like, dude, you literally had a coach running a drug ring out of, out of not just, not just of the person who works for you. You had him running a drug ring out of the office at your facility. You had a cheerleading, you had a cheerleading lawsuit sexual assault case battles with with the Native American people over a name mm-hmm. you had a battle you had a battle with a lawyer trademarked all of the names that you wanted to use all of this shit has happened over the last three years 
and all you got to do is sell the team. And because people are telling you that you should do it, your stubbornness is like, nah, I got dirt on everybody else. Like you a whole ho- like he a whole ho ass nigga dog. I, I just I look I just, I couldn't like I, I'm I'm dead serious. Like he a whole ass nigga. Like just sell just sell the team. Just sell the team. Make your money. Go buy another sports team if you want. If, if you want if you want to do something with your money, go to Adam Silver. Once you sell once you sell Washington, go to Adam Silver. Tell him you want to put a team up in Seattle. Just, mm. just go do something else. Just go do something else. I mean, they are about to put a team in Vegas, so but, that could But work. you need to get the fuck up out of D.C. Like, you need to get the fuck up out of D.C. It's so bad. Washington is losing fans. Like, Washington is losing loyal, faithful fans because he is the owner. I think he... It, it, this, is, this is crazy to say. Dan Snyder is probably the worst owner in sports. And that includes... Jim Dolan. He is worse than Jim Dolan. How the fuck can you be worse than Jim Dolan? You can be Dan Snyder. The, the man need to say this. I don't know what y'all got to say about it. I'm interested to hear y'all points about it. But I, I like this shit been going on too long and some shit just came out earlier today where he wrote this letter to all these other owners blaming ESPN and shit. And I was like, yo, I, I, this, this is stupid. Yo, Corey, what you got for this, man? Um, did, did you hear much about what we're talking about? Yeah, I think Mike pretty much said it all. Also, in this long list of aspersions as Washington owner, you forgot he had Jay Gruden falling on hard times. Y'all remember that video yep. of Jay Gruden sitting oh. outside? And, yep. <laughs> like, how often do you see a head coach anyway? But, uh, oh. yeah, I, I think, Mike, you said it best. Like, Dan Snyder needed to go. He's needed to go a long time ago. And so, like, hopefully – I know Jim Irsay was talking about that they could get at least 24 votes to vote him out of ownership. Um, obviously, on a on a playful note, that'd be a bad thing for the rest of his division if Dan Snyder's finally gone from Washington. But on a serious note, that man that man needs to go. They they, they I mean, as long as he's there, that organization is just going to be as toxic as any sports franchise that. I can recall. Just, you know, it's just horrible. But yeah, worst owner in sports, easy, and that's saying a lot. But it's, it's easy. That, He's that is saying that is saying a lot because it's some terrible owners. I, I'm I'm of the idea, I'm of the idea that I'm not sure. I'm not sure that Dan Snyder is worse than Donald Sterling was. I, that that's where I am with with Dan Snyder. I don't know if. I, I cannot say for a fact that Donald Sterling was worse than Dan Snyder. They both fucked up. They both horrible ass people. But I can't mm-hmm. say I can't say that Dan Snyder is better than Donald Sterling. That's how bad the shit is in Washington. That's how bad the shit is. I mean, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Didn't they force the Panthers owner to sell the team a couple years ago? Yes, they did. Was, because he was making some racist remarks. Yes, they did. And I bet is he dead or is he still living? Gary Richardson, I think he passed a year ago or so, but I can check really fast. Hey, look, if he passed, if he passed, God rest his soul. But I guarantee you, when he died, he died on a shit ton of money. He might have not been the owner of the Panthers no more, but he got paid for that sale. 
Mm-hmm. Dan Snyder needed to do the same thing. If the if the owners if the owners can he's still lose, alive. Oh, he's still alive. Oh, I bet I bet he's loving the money that he got right now. If if they can get him out of ownership for the Panthers, and Dan Snyder is worse than him, oh yeah, they can get Dan Snyder the fuck up out of there. Cause like Rich Richardson is his name, right? Yeah. Um. Oddly enough, he got a black name, son. Yeah, Burfro's name. No, nah, name is Jerome. Oh, it is. Jerome. That yeah, that's black as hell, bro. Like, you should be working on mufflers and carburetors and shit with a name like Jerome. But, but look, if if Jerry Richardson, I think his problem was that he was like he was was he making racist remarks or was he uh was he calling people the n word in private? Like, what did he do? I can't remember. I know it was something racial. Mm, let's see. Why was he forced to sell? So the founder of the team oh, was accused uh, uh, of sexual harassment as well as racism. Um, so sexual harassment and racism. So it's probably touching a black it's chick. The same, so it's the same shit that Dan Snyder. It's the like it Dan Snyder Dan Snyder might have a longer list than Jerry Richardson, is my point. Mm-hmm. Cause sexual harassment, the cheerleading, the cheerleading lawsuit that happened. Not to mention, I like I said, there was a whole employee running a drug ring. The shit was so the shit was so viral that before the season started last year, the DEA raided a Washington football team practice. Damn. And Richardson made one point one billion from the sale of that team. All Dan Snyder got to do is sell the goddamn team. Sell the team. Get you. If money. the Panthers were worth one point one bill, the fuck do you think the Washington team is worth? Look, look. If you like, at this point, I at this point, I, I'm at this point, I really think Dan Snyder is not selling the team because he's trying to troll the people who who want him to sell the team. Dan Snyder don't. I don't think Dan Snyder believe in his own team when they play on Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like Dan Snyder know they ain't gonna win. When Dan, when, when the Redskins, oh, I said Redskins, my bad. When the when the commodes got Carson Wentz, do you think Dan Snyder was in the office like, yes, we got Wentz? That's a good question. I'm you gonna know go what I'm saying? Ahead. Yeah, like, they don't really make winning moves. They get lucky on some draft picks that you can't blow, like. And the crazy thing is, for all of the shit that Dan Snyder done did, been accused of, and been a part of, him selling the team and enjoying his riches and his spoils, that's getting off easy. That's getting Damn. off easy. Yo, point taken, cuz. You know what I'm saying? But, alright, I'm off my soapbox about it, but I couldn't, I, I had to bring that shit up, cuz it's been too much shit being said about it, yo. Yeah, that's real talk. I I wasn't gonna like skate completely past it, but I also wanted to wait until I knew that all of us knew what had happened. I didn't know we were all paying that much attention to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad we all were. And I know there's something that happened tonight that I know you're paying really close attention to, Mike. What's that? Start of NBA season, baby. Oh, facts, facts, facts. Yes, sir. And as of this recording, um. I know the Celtics are the current undefeated team in the NBA at 1-0. 
um, which in the NBA probably can only last another two nights or so. Um, but right now, they um, did defeat the 76ers, 126-177. So we can talk about that, what you guys want to take on uh, on the season so far. Um, well, not on so far. It was ain't but one thing happened. But as far as, like, your predictions or whatnot, what do you think is going to happen? Um, um, so, I, so I feel like I feel like – I feel like playing an instrument right now. I feel like playing an instrument. Um, I feel like being a musician right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play my violin and I'm going to listen to why Corey ain't a believer in the Lakers. I want to hear this. <laughs> Yo, first off, when Mike said he was going to play, he felt like a musician. He's going to play an instrument. I thought he was about to say he has all the faith in the world in the Utah Jazz. Oh, but, uh, no. Yeah, man. So... This is just piggybacking off a conversation we had, I don't know, weeks ago. Mm. We were uh, talking a little bit about the NBA. But, yeah, man, I'm just, as a Lakers fan, this is the most pessimistic. This is, this, I'm probably the most pessimistic I've been of this team since I don't even I don't even remember when. Even when we were playing the kids like Lonzo and Bi and Julius Randle and Jordan Clarkson, at least the expectations were like you know reasonable and you know whatever. But I don't understand how you okay. For, let me let, let 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 me start off with this. Rob Palinka, the Lakers general manager got an extension i have one question why he ain't done shit what has he done genie bus i know you're probably never going to listen to this but what exactly has rob palinka done to warrant an extension okay i can't answer that question rob palinka is is the former agent of kobe bryant (laughs) that's why he got the extension Man, I just any goodwill he had after we won the title was gone the 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 very next season when he stripped down our championship team and everything just went to hell. Like that is all management. And now you have that. Then you were in talks to potentially trade Russell Westbrook to Indiana for um Miles Turner and who was it? Who was Buddy the other Hill. player? Buddy Hill, that's right. For whatever reason, that didn't go through. You try to play hardball, said no, we're not giving up a first round pick. No, you wanna you wanna stay firm to your convictions, say nope. We doing players, we are not doing picks. Well, when you realize that nobody was going to deal with you if you gonna if you weren't gonna include your picks. And then when you finally relented and said, okay, yeah, we're, we will include our first-round pick, it's too late. So it's, it's just you have that going on, complete mismanagement of this Russell Westbrook situation. Like, regardless of how you feel about Russ as a player, he's a future Hall of Famer, all of that. But from a on-court standpoint, we all saw that he is not a fit with this roster, you still, not only are, is Russ still on the team, he started tonight. He's in the starting lineup. And I know there's going to come a point in the season 
where Darvin Ham is going to have him come off the bench. And even if that is the right thing to do, it's just going to make things worse because Russ, Russ doesn't want to be here. He knows they don't want him here. He is so disengaged from the team. Like this whole thing is just like a dark cloud hovering over this team. And just from an, from an on-court standpoint. And it's like, anybody can see it a mile away. Everybody can see it a mile away. Everybody. Everybody sees this is not going to work. This situation sucks. It doesn't benefit anybody. Rob Palenka, not, this isn't all of your fault. But he had a heck of a hand in, in, in a lot of this stuff coming together. And he got an extension. Sam, go ahead, Mike. No, no, I was going to ask you a question. So you think the Lakers are going to the playoffs? No. Like, what you you think the fate of the Lakers is this year? Best case scenario, I I said this in our uh, uh, pre-production meeting. Uh, Best case scenario, I got the Lakers going, uh, making the seventh seed. And as I said... The only teams that right now I can definitively say the Lakers are better than in the West, Portland, Sacramento, Utah, and maybe um, OKC. Maybe. I'm, I'm, not even really, I'm not even ready to definitively say we're better than OKC just yet. But those are the only teams in the West that I feel confident saying we're better than. Other than that, and that's with I'm talking with a healthy LeBron, healthy AD. I'm talking about with the roster as currently constructed. And even with our roster, just off recent history, I can't count on LeBron and AD being healthy. I can't, I, I can't count that. So it's like I have to include that in this because it's like the past few years, they've both been hurt. Corey, so anyway. I, I can also give you San Antonio. You got oh, yeah. better than okay. Houston. That's true. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, the West is legitimately about eight teams that you say, okay, they got a shot. And then the rest of the damn conference. And those other two teams are kind of hanging there. Like, I think New Orleans is a few years away, but they're right there. And Sacramento, a few years away, but they're kind of right there. So that's kind of why I say I have L.A. kind of where you do. Um, But going into the year, I felt that way. I think me and Mike actually agreed that the Lakers are probably like a seven, maybe an eight. And the bulk of that has to deal with the fact that they typically, if you want to be one of the best teams in the West, you look at the state of California and you look at who's dominating there. They're the third best team in the state. Typically, the West hierarchy almost always comes at least too deep in California. For the first time, we was able to get three teams in. This may be the first year I believe all four California teams made the postseason together. Who's the fourth? Sacramento? Mm-hmm. You out your rabbit-ass mind. I think Sacramento gets in at a 10. They don't got I nobody. It. I got them in as a 10. They don't, that's, not a, that's not a playoffs. Play in is playoffs. No, play in is not the playoffs. No, no what is it? Hell no. What it's is a, it? It's a tryout for the playoffs. 
It don't count. It don't count toward no regular season wins. Those stats don't go. It don't count toward postseason either. It's postseason, bro. No, it ain't. It's the equivalent. No, it's the equivalent of the wild card in baseball. It's one and done. No, no, it's not the 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 wild the baseball playoffs have a wild card round and then a championship round. In the world they, series, it, no, it's, it start. It started with this little one-game playoff thing the, the, back in like 2016 or something. That's where the wild card came from because it was originally division, conference, reason, World Series. There is that, a reason. That is why, very new. There is a reason why one is called the playoffs and one is called the play-in because one of those you play your way into the playoffs. That the play in is not a playoff game. Let's 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 stop that. But about the Lakers, though. Mm-hmm. Corey, I hear you. I want to. You're not on. You're not on mute, are you? No, you're not. On no. Mute. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah, because I, I I want I want to get your authentic reactions. Uh, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Here's my question. Why do you why do y'all Lakers fans focus so much on Russell Westbrook? It's not directly Russ. Russ is a proxy to the bigger issue, which is management. Is management the issue or is LeBron one of the players that he want the issue? I mean, well, LeBron, as we talked about, LeBron definitely wanted Russ here. So he definitely see, deserves see, focusing, No, no, no. You're focusing back on Russ. See, this is the way this is the reason why I asked, right? Because every Lakers fan, they're all doom and gloom about their team. You know, um, yeah, they're all doom and gloom, dark cloud. Oh, we're not going to be that good. Oh, you know. But you know why, though? But, but, but you know why, though? It's because. We should be better. It's not like I said. It's different from when we were playing the youngsters, right? Like that's that was a completely different thing. We feel this way because we know we should be and could be better if they had done, if management had done things to salvage this whole thing, trade them, get some things. Like we could have. I'm not saying we would have won championship, but we could have been in a better position to compete for a title. Is what I'm saying. Killer, killer. Do you you hear you hear Corey right? Like you hear what he's saying? Uh huh. All right, this is why I wanted to go last because I, I always be be I guess uh, people be saying I be saying wild shit. People that be listening to the show that that know me personally, they say I be saying wild shit. So I guess I'm about to say some more wild shit. Um, but you heard what Corey said, Killer. Like Russ is not the full problem; it's management because like we they could have traded him or whatever. Like it's focused; it's all centered around Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah, like it's all, all the to, issues. Right, all the issues still come down to exactly Russ when people when people when people like over the last since last year when people talk when people be talking about the problems with the Lakers they always it always drills down to Russ and it's like why is it always drilling down to him? And I and Corey I think the reason that Lakers fans be beating Russ down is because it's the easiest thing to point out. The fact that him and LeBron's game conflict and don't mesh. It's so much, it's so it's so bright of a sore spot that everybody can point it out. I think that's why Lakers fans be be drilling down on Russ. I really do. It, 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 that's, am I right? Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, I agree. It, like it's so blatantly obvious that something needs to change between Russ and LeBron that everybody just just blames just blames Russ. I don't think I'm I'm I don't think Russ is the problem. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. I don't think Russ is the problem at all. And and I can't blame Russ for hating y'all LA fans. I, I cannot blame him for for hating y'all. The man from there, the man from LA, the man ain't cheat the as badly as he played last year. He did play bad. He never cheated y'all with effort or with trying to get y'all wins. So and he and y'all don't give him credit for that. Like like y'all it, like and Russ Russ is a great all time player, and y'all be shitting on him, and he's the only person on y'all team last year who gave a hundred percent every game. There's one more caveat to that 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 another reason why Lakers fans don't like him. But I'll, I'll let you finish and I'll, no, I'll no, follow. No, up. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead because it's relevant to what I gotta say. Okay, so you're right. Everything that you said about the on-court effort, all that, you're absolutely, you're, you're, you're 100% correct. You're absolutely right. Russ doesn't cheat. He doesn't cheat the game. He plays hard. He, he does all of that stuff, right? All of that stuff is 100% right. i tell you what really sort of just like lit the fuse. And this is something that only Lakers fans, I think really only Lakers fans would get upset about. The the uh, the end of the season press conferences that the players have, the, the 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 exit the exit interviews and all that. Russ has his, and one of the reporters asks him about, you know, championships and bringing another championship to LA. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, and then Russ goes on to say, "It don't matter to me if we win a championship. It doesn't matter to me if I win a championship." Mm-hmm. Like, it don't matter. Like, you know, like that doesn't that doesn't uh, satisfy me. That doesn't, you know, motivate me like I'm, I'm, I'm me. But that's basically what he's saying. You could say that and get away with that with a number of organizations. Lakers fans. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is the same group of fans who tolerated LeBron when he first got they did. They, they didn't. Fully embrace LeBron. Like, no, bro, that you, you, you great and all that, but until you do something here, that's when we'll appreciate you. Russ comes out here and says, nah, championship don't matter to me. You can't say that. You you cannot, if if you are a Laker, that is one thing you cannot say. Why? Why can you not say that? Because the expectation is always championship. Now, you don't always lay obviously they don't always win it and they're not always in a position to compete for one but that has to be the motivating one of the motivating factors for the players because that's what lakers fans identify with okay winning winning like it's the lakers are one of the winningest organizations in basketball one of the two and them in boston right. and when you say that it's like then why are you here now obviously i know he was traded and all that stuff but i mean like that that won't fly with the Lakers fan base, like that that just that that just that just doesn't fly, unless we are just in a like a complete rebuilding mode, like you can't you can't come out here, especially when you played bad, and then say no I ain't I ain't about I ain't about championships I'm good like you just can't say that to to, to Lakers. He, well, he he didn't say that he wasn't about championships. He said that whether he wins with whether he wins a championship or not doesn't doesn't matter to him 
and I understand it at, from like from a fan standpoint how frustrating that can be because you always because everybody wants their team to win championships. But you, but to see to me, you got to understand where, where he coming from because you're just giving a snippet of what he said during that exit interview. The full context of what he said was, you know, he was like, you know, championship. He's like, you know, I. It, it doesn't matter to me whether we win a championship or not, because I know plenty of NBA players who are ex- who I know plenty of NBA players who are in the Hall of Fame and living and being and living happy lives that have never won a championship. Just like I know NBA players that have won a ring and aren't happy right now. That was the full context of everything that he said. So so uh, all Lakers fans heard is a snippet. They just heard the the first the first third of the sentence they didn't pay attention to the other two-thirds and so it's like but you got it's like you got to pay attention to the full context to understand what he is trying to say the lakers just had a horrible season so y'all expecting him to go up uh, to go up you know uh in front of the press and to cry about the fact that the lakers had a had a bad season like what what's the expectation like what is he supposed to say they're not even they wasn't even going to the playoffs what is he supposed to say Accountability. I didn't, this wasn't my best season. I played hard, but you know, I could have been better. But, but, is, but is, is it not? So you want him to take accountability. And this is why I say everything is drilling back to Russ. You want him to take accountability for the Lakers being bad. No, 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 not, no. The Lakers being bad, that's not all on him. I want him to take accountability for his game, for his performance, for his shot selection, for his decision making that's what i'm saying like i'm not like i said everything is not just on him like i said i got some no legacy fan they got some problem with anthony davis too like anthony davis been getting some criticism too but it's it's not just russ what i'm saying is i just want you to take some accountability for your part so like yo so okay so he so he does so he doesn't play well he doesn't play well you want him to go to the press and say yeah, I know I contributed to the problem because I didn't play well. Or you, you don't even have to say all that. Say, so, you know what? I could have played better. You but know, they did, my... but they didn't ask him about his game. They didn't ask him about how he played for the, during the season. They asked him about championships. They didn't ask him how he played, how he felt he played. I need to go back and rewatch that whole thing again. I forgot everything. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just I'm just going based off of what you said. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember, I remember the quote. I remember the quote him talking about he. Uh, it didn't matter whether he wanted to win championships or not. I do remember that, but I, I didn't see the whole exit interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. So I'm just going off of ba- based on what you're saying, Killer. Take take your fu- take yourself off mute because I want your authentic reaction too. Look. All right. I got a I got a, a very honest question, and I want both of y'all to be a hundred percent real with me. And then I'm gonna get to my point. Would you rather have a Russell Westbrook who it doesn't matter whether or not he win a championship, but he go out and he gonna give you 110% every night? Or would you rather have somebody who cares about winning championships that gives you 0% or they, they gives you 50% every night, a la Ben Simmons? Which one would you rather have? Because, because see, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The Lakers fans, y'all complained. Y'all complained about Russ. Y'all complained about Russ because he was playing bad. 
then he then he started then he started disliking Lakers fans and Lakers fans had an even bigger problem with him so y'all could y'all could either have Russ y'all could either have Russ for what he is you know you you might you might not get the most efficient player but you going you know you're gonna get somebody that ain't gonna cheat you as far as effort and trying to win or you can or you can take Ben Simmons Corey, which one is which one you want? Ben Simmons. You, oh my God, oh my God, you're you're, you're yeah 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 you yeah you, yeah yeah this is yeah this this is what I the killer this is what I meant. All Lakers fans think that, that they think that their problems are because of Russ. No, it's easy to say because I've seen Russ as a Laker and I know it doesn't work. You haven't seen Ben Simmons in two years. Mm. I'll I, I'll gladly take that. What? <laughs> yes. What? Are you out of your board, sir? I wouldn't take Ben Ben Simmons Simmons over several people. Corey, Ben Simmons can't shoot. Like, like he was scared to produce a layup in a playoff game. I don't trust that. Ben Simmons, but you're asking me this is the lesser of two evils. You're asking me the lesser of two evils. He wants to win a championship. He's scared to win a playoff game. I can't roll with that. Here's one thing I know. Russ in LA, as currently constructed, does not work. And Ben That's Simmons is somehow better. That's not true. That's not true. Like we just saw it, bro. No, we bro, saw. No, we, we didn't. No, 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 we, no, no, we saw no, Russ no. and a bunch we, of other guys because the main we two saw, needed to be there were hurt. We we saw one. We saw one year. We saw one year, and Russ didn't have the best year. That ha- that happens to every player in in the league. Um. Uh. Uh. Remember, Steph Curry. Steph Curry for the fir- the first five years of his career, people was ready to write him off because he kept getting ankle injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like like Russ. Russ has never been as bad as he was last year. The likelihood of him being that bad again this year is not likely. But everybody is taking the small sample size of that one year and saying that it it can't it doesn't work with him. And it's like no. The, I, and this is this is me getting to my point. The person that it actually really doesn't work with is Anthony Davis. He is the reason the Lakers did not make the playoffs. He is the reason. He only plays forty games a year, and you gotta pray and hope that the forty games that he play come at the right time. Mm-hmm. And you, and nobody you got, absolves and, Anthony. Like and, Lakers fans don't absolve Anthony. No, like, no Anthony y'all, Davis y'all, y'all don't. Y'all don't absolve Anthony Davis, but y'all don't give him the criticism like y'all give Russ. And Anthony Davis has a now has this is his fourth year in LA. Now he now ha, he's about to have a four year sample size, four years where he only had one good one great season, and that was the bubble year. Four years. But nobody, but everybody's quick to go to Russ because of that one year that was just an anomaly. Well, it's not even just a bad year. It's like you said earlier. It's glaring. It he doesn't he conflicts with LeBron. My thing is be fair. My thing is be fair. All of, I am fair. I'm done. All, That's not fair. That's Corey being fair. Be, I'm done. Be 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 fair is the point. I'm an emotional like, fan. Just. Like, but right, but listening. your emotions are targeting to the are targeted to the wrong person. There, they, there's a whole nickname for AD called street clothes. There's a whole nickname called street clothes. 
And I'm going to tell you another reason how Anthony Davis is the problem. And you want to talk about management. It was management that gave up all y'all draft picks for Anthony Davis. Y'all can't get nobody. Y'all got to sign these vets and these bums on the vet minimum because y'all can't draft nobody. Why? Because you traded for Anthony Davis, who only going to play 40 games a year. Mm. Got to win, though. And no, 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 no. Yeah, no, that's no, what a three-month no, break in the no, middle no, no. of the season. You're not going to do that. Hey, we, You're not going to do that because if, ring, Russ, because if Russ was on that Lakers team, Russ would have a ring, too. If it was sure Russ, would. If, if it was Russ instead of AD, Russ would have a ring, too. So we ain't, so ain't going to do that. Now, Anthony Davis did hit a clutch shot to seal to seal, uh, to seal the series in the, in the bubble. Anthony Davis did hit a clutch three. So I'm not going. I'm not going to not give him credit. I'm not even saying Anthony Davis ain't good. I'm saying that you can. Russ is more dependable than Anthony Davis. But none of y'all Lakers fans focus on that. All of y- all y'all focus on is the fact that Russ is inefficient. He had a bad year. But nobody talks about how there were games where the second best player on the floor next to Russ was what was it? Austin Reeves. We not y- y'all don't talk about that though. Y'all don't talk about that. Mm. Y'all, y'all, don't, about, y'all don't look see, at the details. That's not fair, though. I'm going to come to defense of my fellow Lakers. No, we talk about Russ. We talk about AD. AD's refusal to play the five. AD for apparently not shooting a basketball AD for like four months or whatever five, it was. Who? He can't play the five. He can, he's, he, he's when he played the five for as, us. He's not durable as a four. He can't we're, not play telling him, we're not telling him to play all the whole time. Just like. You don't have to stand in the corner and shoot all the time. Like the offense, oh, the whole about playing offense. On, you talk about playing on the block, not playing the five. Yeah, playing on the yeah, block. Like I agree with that. Yeah, like he can do so that that one move alone could help the offense so much more. Just that one thing alone. Right. That him him playing on the block also could have helped Russ out some more. That's and, the point. That's the point. I'm not sitting here saying Russ wasn't a problem for y'all last year, but what I am saying is Russ was a problem for y'all last year. Russ was not the problem. Russ was not the center of the problems. No, Every, I agree with that. Ru- Russ was Russ is was a product of a combination of problems. Problem number one is problem number one for y'all for the Lakers last year was. The Le- LeBron thought he could get a band of 2009 All-Stars together. He thought he could get Carmelo and Dwight Howard, and uh, and uh, he thought he could get he could get uh, you know, Russ because and because and I say Russ because Russ's game it, it, it has changed. He is not what he used to be. Um, but he thought he could get a bunch of a bunch of people who played in the All Star game in 2009 and thought that it would work in 2021. That that was problem number one. That was problem number one. Problem number two. Um, problem number two is Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is on the floor, if Anthony Davis plays like his height, if Anthony Davis was not such a uh, such a soft player. The problems with Russ probably would have been minimized. If you remember, if you remember a couple of years ago, 
the Clippers when they were healthy and Ka- and Kawhi and Paul George and um and what's his face um um Montrez Harrell and and Pat Bev all of them were talking about how if Anthony Davis is on the floor they prefer it because Anthony Davis is not going to bang with you down low. Everybody knows it, which is why he stays on the perimeter. He not physical. He 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 is 6'11 and plays soft. If Anthony Davis played like his height, if he played like his size, if he played like his talents, like his talents say he should play. If Anthony Davis played like Carl Anthony Towns, Russ wouldn't have been a problem for y'all last year. But nobody focuses on that. At all. Everybody just sees Russ, 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 because it's on front street. Russ is the point guard. But nobody talks about the other shit. If they if they would have had, if they would have um, if they would have had uh, you know players better than Austin Reeves and Austin Reeves can shoot I'm not throwing no shade on him but if y'all would have had better players Russ wouldn't have been a problem but you can't have better players because y'all gave it all up for AD so and, and then when LeBron and AD go out and the only person there is Russ well shit now y'all really screwed because Russ got to take all the shots, and Russ is one who he ain't got no range for real. He, I mean, he can shoot mid range, but that's about it. I put Palenka higher up on that order though, because he he Palenka. has done nothing to. Palenka is a lackey. Palenka is a lackey. Palenka don't make no damn decisions. He a lackey. That, that's what Magic Johnson, you know how, remember when LeBron got there, Magic Johnson waited, uh, I mean, I say Magic Johnson, LeBron waited to sign there until, uh, he he waited until Magic Johnson got hired because he wanted Magic Johnson to get the credit. Who has Palinka brought in? Nobody. Yeah, and he's he, not, I don't think Palinka's good at his job. No, he's not. I agree with you about that. He's a lackey, though. Genie Bus would be the problem. Like you she can't, is a problem. She, like, is, she is definitely yeah, a problem. Like, like I wouldn't put Palinka as a as a Lakers problem because Palinka don't do nothing to be a problem. All he do is say, "LeBron, what you want?" LeBron be like, "These are the players I want." Okay, find a way to make it happen. I'll find a way to make it happen. He's just a lackey. He's just a yes dude. Palinka don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's an agent. He's not a GM. The problem is Jeannie Buss, the fact that she had the audacity to hire this man simply because he represented Kobe Bryant. And the Bob following the Bob Myers Warriors template. That was that was that's that's what they were trying yeah, to do. Th- yeah. Yeah. But that that's that's my point. So now so now you look at you look at your team, because they on TV right now. You look at your team, the Lakers are down by 10. It's about to be halftime in a minute. Corey, name the three best players on the Lakers. LeBron, AD, Russ. All right, now name the fourth best player on the Lakers and watch how far a drop-off happens. Gosh, it might be. It might have to be Pat Bev. Or is it Austin Reeves? Or is it Lonnie Walker? I don't even know, See my bro. Point? It's like you See can just point? like. So killer, so killer. Yep. I'm gonna t- so I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen this year when the Lakers mm-hmm. when the Lakers have a have a 
an average, non-exciting uh, year. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Lakers fans mm-hmm. going to all blame Russ if he's still on the team, which mm-hmm. he, probably, he probably is still going to be on the team because really the only problem with Russ is that he makes too much damn money. Making, 40, yeah. making $42 million is fucking insane. But hey, that was the contract that was offered to him. You can't get mad at him for taking it. Um, mm-hmm. But when the Lakers have this, when Ra- Lakers have this regular ass season where they look average as hell, Russ just drove to the basket and they ain't call a foul. Um, and it and it was a foul. But um, anyway, what's gonna happen with the Lakers? The Lakers gonna have a regular year. It's gonna look lackluster as hell. Anthony Davis is gonna miss about thirty games. LeBron probably gonna miss. Ron probably gonna miss about ten or fifteen games because you know he's getting older. Everybody gonna say the problem with the Lakers is that him is that Russ and LeBron don't work, and it's so obvious. Nobody is gonna talk about how the fourth the fourth best player is Patrick Beverly. I just want to let's just be clear. The fourth best player on Golden State is Draymond Green. The fourth best player on Chicago is Patrick Williams. The fourth best player on the Clippers is probably Markeith Morris. All of them are better than Patrick Beverly. But so so Lakers fans ain't gonna talk about how the fourth best player is Patrick Beverly, how the fifth best player is Lonnie Walker, how the sixth best player might be that Gabriel dude. These are all players who will borderline out of the league. Lakers fans ain't gonna focus on that. Cause the Lakers fans don't expect them to do anything. But when Russ is averaging when Russ is averaging 16 points and seven assists and eight rebounds on 38% shooting and and 29% shooting from three point from the three point line everybody going to be like look at Russ numbers look at his percentages he inefficient blah 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 and I'm like look who we got to work with there's only three people there are two, there's only two people better than him on the team and they got to take a break every now and again who ain't, he ain't got nobody else to work with. No, the Lakers fans is not going to pay attention to that. That's the problem with that's the problem I got with Lakers fans. Having said all of that, having said all of what I'm saying, the Lakers going to finish number six. Finish number six. Yeah, not too far from where I had them. They're going to finish right six. around seven. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. My prediction: the Lakers going to finish number six. They will find a trade partner for Russ. And when Russ leave and go to his new team, he gonna look better than he did in L.A. Where do you think he goes? L.A. still gonna get put out in the first round. Where do you think Russ goes? Uh, well, this is the last year of Russ's deal, so he would have to go to a team that's like looking to have expiring contracts. So I'm gonna be honest. The where he was in Washington, if he if he could go back there, that would be perfect for them because it would keep Washington competitive, and they wouldn't have to re-sign him. Um, but um, 
I think Russ could go. I think Russ could go somewhere like. Mm. San Antonio with uh with Keldon Johnson. He got people had Pop as a coach. Keldon Johnson would be his three. Devin Vassell would be his two. Um it, it's not a lot of star power in San Antonio. And but but the thing is it's very low key. San Antonio very low key, like Oklahoma City is. So it wouldn't be a whole ton of eyes on on how Russ on, on the efficiency. On Russ's efficiency, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a ton of eyes on it, um, you know. I, I I think he could get them to like you know a play a, like a playing game, and then it'll put a playing game. Who knows? I don't think he's going to get traded to San Antonio, but somewhere like San Antonio, you get what I'm saying? That, that's okay. What I, I said a whole lot of shit. Corey said a whole lot of shit. Killer, you ain't said nothing. What you think about the Lakers and, and like what me and Corey was saying or whatever? Like, where are you at with, with the Lakers? I'm I'm confused a little bit by LA. Um and I say that because as a baller, you should be able to play with other dogs. Hey, Corey. Killer Corey, Killer called himself a baller. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm just as, playing. As, as, as like a ball player, you should be able to play with other dogs. Period. No, I'm just playing. You know, regardless of sport, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, especially in basketball, and um, football falling right behind that as far as being able to play with dogs. I've yet to really see LeBron or AD really try with Russ. That's what I'm saying. Because it's not like Russ hasn't done this before. He's played with other dogs. And here's the thing. Russ's game is the same as it always has been. He's mm-hmm. he's high, he's highly energetic, highly athletic. He going D you up, but he can't shoot. He can't shoot. And so, and, and, and so when Corey, you talking about, you know, that's the problem. And like, like we, we knew this about Russ and, you know, we still, we still traded for him. Like, yeah. So once y'all traded for him, y'all should, y'all expectations should have moved right along with what y'all already knew about Russ. They did. Y'all knew they did. Could, y'all knew he couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. So why running all them shooting sets for him? I'll never understand. Uh, yeah, I would get something for him going toward the basket because I think he's one of the most dangerous players in the entire league when doing so. He has the, that comes down to coaching, putting your players in the best situation to be able to win a game. Hey, look, this all this all I'm gonna say. This all I'm gonna say. Um, killer, it's 15 players to a, to an NBA team. 15 players, mm-hmm. 12 active, three on reserve. Mm-hmm. 15 teams. Uh, it's 30 teams in the league, right? 15 yep. to 15, 30 teams in the league. What's thir- what's uh 15 times 30? That is five one. That's 450. It's 450 players, active players in the NBA. You can't name 30 players better than Russell Westbrook right now. 
Y'all regardless have, of position. Y'all, regardless of position, y'all have three of the top 30 players, whether you like it or not. Like, it, it at some point, you got to put something, you got to put someone to coach to to make it work. Three of the top 30 players? Come on, y'all. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm I, I ain't saying Russ is not problematic for how for how the Lakers play. Well, I'm not saying Russ is not a problem for the personnel that the Lakers have. I do agree that him him and LeBron's game does not complement each other. I do believe that there are ways that you can go about making it work though, like staggering minutes. Um, when when LeBron has to come out, you put Russ in because they pretty much have the same game style, shit like that. If Russ is on the floor, you have Russ on the floor with Austin Reeves and with Lonnie Walker, with guys that could shoot. Um, and honestly, yeah, the Lakers got to find better free agents. Like, got to find better free agents. I'm pretty sure there is a shooter on the free agent market right now that ain't nobody thinking about. So... That's all I'm saying. I just want I just want Lakers fans to open to open their eyes and realize that Russ is not the only problem, but but because y'all talk like he is the only problem. So. So, enough of my misery. Any good NBA news? Any good stuff we can talk about now? Uh, yeah, we can talk about some more stuff NBA wise. Um, of course, you know, you already heard my hot take who I believe is going to make the playoffs this year. I picked um, Sacramento on one side, and I think another team is going to lock up a playoff spot. This is a hot take. I like where Detroit is headed. Detroit's not going to the playoffs. I like where they're headed. But as far as a sneaky team to get into the postseason, I'm going to go Orlando. Uh, Orlando, I can see Orlando making a play-in. Yeah, now, to some of us, the play-in is postseason. I, I rock that because I think it's <laughs> I think it's, it's made for those teams that are right there, right, like kind of where not, Cleveland's right, been being right stuff there, like that. being right there and being there and not the same thing. It's like almost don't yeah. count. Yeah, and, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades. But um, um, almost does count in horseshoes and hand grenades. Nah, we ain't playing that game. We playing basketball. I know. I still think that if the if the stat isn't trackable for regular season, it and it's cr- tracking on post. Post is basketball. Man, hey. I'm just saying nobody has an 83 beside games played when they play the plan. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, we we di- we disagree about the concept of what the play-in actually is. Um, but um, I mean, I, I need to I need to see a list. I need to see a list of teams. Um, um I need to see a list of teams to make some predictions. And uh, right now, halftime, Golden State is up by seven. Yeah. And Russ has actually been playing pretty good if you've been watching the game. Um, 
I, I, I put that out there for Corey's because Corey and the Lakers fans because they they so hard on Russ. I swear, I swear they are. They they treat Russ like like the kid they never wanted. Oh, I'm telling you, it's not just it's this whole this it whole situation. Like a, oops, baby. Corey, what you gonna do if the Lakers if the Lakers actually start winning and and get like a number three four seed in the uh in the uh conference? What you gonna do then? You gonna I'll apologize be, to Russ? I'll be I'll oh I'll, I'll here's a here's a take. If we get like the third or fourth seed, even even if we get bounced out, if we get the third or fourth seed, I will come on this podcast. We will open this podcast that whatever show that is. I will openly apologize. I will apologize to Russell Westbrook. Killer, you heard this, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to forget this shit. Okay. All right. So, in the East, my playoff teams, I'm going to count I'm gonna count eight. I ain't counting ten because fuck that play-in. <laughs> the only, only person that care about the play-in is Patrick Beverly and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Man, you couldn't um, tell them they didn't win the NBA championship dog, after that. Pat, Pat, Bev, <laughs> Pat Bev thought he won a ring. And he's y'all fourth best player. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. All right. But no, uh, in the East, I got all right, Boston going, Brooklyn going, Philly going. Easy. Chicago going, Cleveland going. Hold up, wait. Chicago going, Cleveland going, Milwaukee going. Easy. That's six. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is going, and Miami is going. Okay, I was waiting on you to get to Miami, but I was like, if he don't. The playing teams, the playing teams, Charlotte going to be a playing team. Orlando is probably going to be a playing team. Toronto. Um, it's probably uh, Toronto gonna be there around there, yeah, something like that, something like that. But, but yeah, Boston, Boston, Brooklyn, Philly, Chicago, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Atlanta, and Miami. Those are the eight playoff teams right there. I'm gonna take Corey up on his challenge though. He said he he only see he he only see like three teams that the Lakers are better than. All right, so I'm looking at the West right now. Um, I, I left I, out San Antonio, so include San. Make that for San Antonio. I forgot about right. them. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, I got you. Um, so we all agree. We all agree. Portland, Utah, San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not even going to agree with Portland because they get Dane back. So we're gonna see how that work out, but. Um, if I had to pick today, I would say yeah. But all right, uh, Portland, Utah, San Antonio. That's three. Y'all better than them three. Y'all better than Sacramento. I don't care what killer talking about. Mm-hmm. Sacramento. Yeah, y'all better than Sacramento. Hey, I never said they were worse than Sacramento. I just said they make the postseason. Y'all are better than Houston. Um. Yeah, yeah. So even without OKC, one, two, three, four, five, y'all are better than that than th- those five. Corey, that automatically puts y'all in the play-in. Even without uh, y'all being better than OKC, that puts y'all in the play-in right then in the West. That sounds uh, about right. But I think y'all are better than OKC too. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure we'll talk about OKC in a minute because y'all was talking about that before we started the show. Um, yeah, yeah, y'all like, yeah, y'all, I, I, I got y'all, yeah, I got y'all in the top ten in the West. I think y'all like number nine right now. Depending on, mm. depending on how, depending on how, you know, some stuff work out, I think y'all could be better than Denver too. But because the only way Denver, I think, is going to be better than y'all is if Michael Porter Jr. stay healthy with that back and if Jamal Murray stay healthy. Right now, Denver better than y'all. But if them two get injured, I would probably pick y'all over Denver because then it's only Jokic. So is Murray all the way back now? Is he is he like fully 100% now? As far as I know. Okay. Mm, yeah. I mean, he's not coming in dinged up at all. Yeah, as far as I know. But Denver fully stacked is loaded. I, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. Denver fully stacked is loaded. I'm saying, I'm saying the if those two people get hurt, then I think y'all would be better than them. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, I like number number eight and number nine, something like that. I like number eight, number nine. I think y'all definitely make the playing game, and you know because it's LeBron, I'm never betting against LeBron. You know, I think y'all gonna make the playoffs. LeBron and LeBron vowed that he ain't never missed the playoffs again, so I believe that. Mm. So yeah. But I'm I'm curious, man. You killer talking about this man Sacramento. See the who the hell on their roster. Harrison Barnes. Oh Terrence, yeah. Harrison Barnes, Terrence Davis, Matthew Delavadova. Killer, you want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. Keon Ellis, De'Aaron Fox, Rashawn Holmes, Kevin Herter. Killer, you want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. Let me know when I've reached somebody that's that's above average. Um, Alex Lynn, Trey Lyles, Chemezi Metu, Davion Mitchell, Chima Mo, Mo, Monaki or something, Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, KZ Akpala, Namias Cueta, DeMontis Sabonis. Who have I reached? That's a, who have I have I mentioned that's above average? I'll 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 give you a I'll give you a graceful I'll I'll be graceful and give you De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I was gonna go with De'Aaron Fox. I'll give yeah he's above average. He's not elite, but he's above average. Hmm. I just be, I, yeah I just look at this team may be able to play. I just think I just kind of look at them and just. Think they can play well enough to get there this year, and because a lot of things ahead of them went wrong. Yeah, it's not like, like Luke Walton. Look, Luke Walton was one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, but on top did, of that, they, also they improve their coaching situation though. Nah, they didn't. But here's where that can still kind of come to play for them. Mm-hmm. You think the Spurs are gonna finish tenth? No. Think the Jazz are making the postseason? No. Those two teams ahead of them move, would have moved them from 12. Sacramento, I need to, to see. Up to 10. I need to see. Sacramento probably is better than Utah this year, but Utah got hella draft picks. Yeah, now that, that could turn into something special because I know what they're hoarding for, them and um, San Antonio. Yeah. They want that seven foot three Steph Curry looking dude. You talking about, uh, uh, Mbappe, Victor, 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 Victor Winbayama. 
But that last name is not it. Like he got to change that shit when he get here. Jones or something. I ain't about to if sit you, here and try to keep pronouncing that. If you can say Arteta Kupo, you can say his name. Nah, I, I, I'm going to try. I'm telling you, that shit's going to be epically failed. Win by Yama. It's not hard. Win by Yama. Win Obama. Win Obama. What the fuck? Oh, my Lord. Mobamba. Win Mobamba. What the fuck? Iguodala. All right. So, look. Sacramento is better. I think Sacramento is definitely better than Utah. I I mean, they're better than the Rockets, the Thunder. Maybe Portland. See, hold up. They're better than San Antonio. They're better than the Jazz. That puts them at 10. The Kings are not better than no damn Portland with Dame Lillard. Hell no. They were last year. Dame Lillard was hurt all year. Dame Lillard ain't play. Did you forget? That sound more like a personal problem, and yes. Yeah, that, that's why you said it, because you forgot. <laughs> that makes sense. You forgot. That's what it is. But uh, I'm looking I'm looking at San Antonio. All right, yeah. Um, Sacramento is better than San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, outside of Keldon Johnson, the Spurs ain't got shit else. Yeah. Um, but I'm, about to, I'm about to create a guy and go to go straight to the, um, to the um, Spurs. Hey, look. It's okay. The Trailblazers, the Trailblazers, they got Dane. They still got Nurkic. They signed Gary Payton uh, the second, and he. I like that signing. I like that signing. They still got Anthony Simons. Hey, hey, look, Portland ain't the greatest thing out here, (laughs) but it ain't no given that Sacramento is better than them. It ain't no given. They got Josh Hart. They got Jeremy Grant. Mm. Yeah, I look, I ain't about to sit there and say hey, I ain't about to say Sacramento better than them. I don't know. I, I had to I had to see how that play out. Um, but they definitely better than Utah and San Antonio. I'm about to look at Houston because Houston got Jalen Green. Oh, yeah, Houston got yeah. a little squatty on them. Houston got Jalen Green and they got Jay Sean Tate. Um, they got that third round pick this year too. What was his name? Jabari. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith, yeah. Jabari Smith, yeah. Um, they also got Kenya Martin Jr. Mm-hmm. And they still got Kevin Porter. And they got Ty Ty Washington out of Kentucky. I'm gonna say the Sacramento better right now because they got a lot of because Houston got a lot of young pieces that I ain't seen yet. But why that man Trey Burton look like he's using a prison photo for his joint? That's terrible. Um, oh, they got my boy Boban. Who? Right. He went down the street. Who got Boban? Uh, Rockets. That man look like he owes he owes his old government. I swear to God he do. Hey, Boban, funny as hell. I love to be <laughs> friends with Boban. Yeah, he just looked like he should be like the um, Lord of the Rings character or something. He ran. Just over to the damn ball. He looked like he does everything slowly. 
Like his speed is like a 37 on 2K. Like everything he does is hella slow. Look, man, Corey, we gonna get you back happy about the Lakers. <laughs> we gonna get you back happy about the Lakers. If you want me to make your misery worse, though, I could talk about how y'all chose Russ over DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I know that was foolish, bro. Thanks, no, 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 that was, that was great. Thanks, by the way. That was no, that, awesome. That was great. That was awesome. I, I love that move. Y'all allowed oh, us. Bulls it, was, fans. it was between y'all and us. And, and because y'all went Russ, DeRozan yeah. came to us. That's LeBron's fault. See how that rhyme? Bro. See, that's why LeBron not the GOAT. Lakers go, <laughs> Lakers go with Russ. DeRozan comes to us. See what I'm saying? I'm just, bro, I'm I, look, I, I, we get y'all Lonzo back. He'll be healthy next I just, year. I just don't understand LeBron's thought process without. I see, I don't, I don't even want to go back to it. Anyway, let's LeBron, talk about happy LeBron stuff. LeBron is friends with Russ or was friends with Russ before they teamed up. That's that's the logic. That's why Melo was on the Lakers last year. Yeah, Melo, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of figured. Man, Melo just knew he was in the postseason last year. Yep. And, and he very much wasn't. He had yeah. Fuck out of there. Now he a free agent still. I don't think anyone picked him up. He played his role well in Portland the season before that, though. He, he played well in um OKC. Yep. For y'all to be bums, y'all sure are keeping up with the world champions, though. I'll give you that. I mean, the spread was only seven and a half, so. Mm. And typically, teams don't really play all that well on their own ring ceremony. I can't remember the last team that won their ring ceremony game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you got to go back to the Bulls. No, I lie, I lie, I lie. Lakers, the early 2000 Lakers. I think we're the last team to win on their ring night. Hey, so look, I told y'all, you know, at the beginning of the show, I had a little surprise for y'all. You know, and this before we get to, you know, is he Hall of Fame or whatever, but it's a little... I'm pretty sure we'll get into a little debate about this. Um, I'm a st- let me start off with a question. With a question for both of y'all, Killer, name um, name your top five legendary basketball players. Jordan, Bird, Magic, Bron. And Will. Those are your top top five all time players? Yeah, regardless of position, but yeah. Okay. Um uh Corey, name your top five uh your top five legendary um NBA players. Mike, LeBron, Magic, Kareem. Maybe Larry Bird. Okay. What about football? What What are y'all top five football players? Legendary, legendary football players. I'm Dion, Jerry, Ray. So tough. The fifth one in football is always so tough. 
Man, you said T.O. was the greatest receiver of all time. I did not say he was the greatest receiver. <laughs> yes, you did. When we went through the game last week. What are you talking about? I you did. You, you said, <laughs> yeah. You said, yeah. You said Terrell Owens was the greatest receiver of all time. Yeah. I mean. What you mean? These lists. These lists are. Yeah. These lists are construct. These lists are different. <laughs> because you're not asking that kind of a question. This is taking all things into factor. When I talk about greatest at a position, I'm looking at on the field only. As far as your production, what you do, Kill and how name, much I can name, do with name it. A fifth one, man. That's what I'm trying to do, and you had my brain go somewhere else. I need a back. Corey, name your t- <laughs> name your five. Give me goddamn Emmett no. five. No, Mike, did you say favorite or just top five? Who thinks like the top five best ever? Top five legendary NFL players. All right. In your opinion. Tom Brady, Barry Sanders, Deion, Deion Sanders, Lawrence Taylor, Ed Reed. Okay. Reason why, I, now, I don't know if y'all noticed it or not. But I I never asked for the the top five y'all top five best players of all time. I asked for top five legendary players, right? Mm-hmm. Reason why I brought that up, reason why I use that word is because I heard a conversation where these kids, when I say kids, I'm talking about they was like between eighteen and twenty one. They were talking about how Kevin Durant is legendary. Mm. And I feel like we throw the word legendary around too fucking much. Mm -hmm. Like Kevin, and this is, look, look, y'all know how I feel about Kevin Durant. This is not, I am not about to go in on Kevin Durant and no shit like that. Like, I think Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant, Although I, I, although I think you know, I, although I don't like some of his decisions, he, his personal. You think decisions, he, you think he makes bitch ass decisions? Yes. Although I think he is weak as a person. Bitch. You said it, not me this time. But yep. even, but even though I think he is weak as a person, I understand that Kevin Durant is a top ten all time player. Does mm-hmm. does that make Kevin Durant legendary? Uh, no, it's too soon anyway. Like too soon. to me, Kevin, Kevin it's Durant too been in the league Kev- for yes, years. Yeah. No, yeah, but Kevin I mean, but I, I but I feel like, but I feel like it's damn near too late to become legendary. If you ask me, well, I think sometimes some people don't be appre- don't won't some players won't aren't appreciated until after they're gone. And I kind of feel like, go ahead. There's two ways to become a legend. You either do it with your franchise, like a guy like Patrick Ewing. Didn't win shit, but he's a Knicks legend. Or 
you become one of the greatest winners of all time. No, and, that's not, no, and how no. you do it kind of helps. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. Because, see, I, I don't think Patrick Ewing is legendary. Patrick Ewing has Patrick Ewing is a Hall of Fame player. Patrick Ewing is not a legend. Like I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all I'm gonna give y'all uh, this is why I said I think it's gonna be a little debate and why I wanted to save it for last, right? Um, I think that I think that like Steph Curry is legendary, right? He is mm-hmm. the greatest shooter ever. He is legendary. Steph Curry has done things that are legendary. Allen Iverson is legendary. He has done things. He has legendary moments in his career. You, If, if you ask anybody what, what, what moment made Allen Iverson legendary, what would y'all say? The drop back, either the cross-up of Jordan or the Tyron Lue moment. The Tyron Lue moment. Legendary. Sham God. Ain't played, he ain't really play a lick of professional basketball. But he is, he is a legend in basketball. There is a whole crossover that he created. God, Sham God, like. Everybody, when you get hit with the hezzy, everybody know. If you get hit with the hezzy in the crossover, everybody know that's Sham God. He ain't even so. So like, that's what I'm saying. Is legendary, and being is legendary and being the best equivalent to y'all. Because to me, it's not. It's not legendary. Has more of a, um, also maybe a cultural impact or like a. It's a, how can I word it? It's a remembrance type of thing. It's yes. it's like a like legacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you left something. You left something that positively impacted the game or impacted whatever it is that 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 you that you were a part. Of. It's it's something you left behind that people after you can take and say, oh, this came from so and so. This this guy did this. You know, that's that's what I think of legendary. Okay, so okay, yeah, so, like, I, so so legendary is more like a how you did it instead of what you did. No, because the what you sense. did because the what you did matters too, but it's it's kind of it's kind of a feeling. It's kind of a feeling. Um, like, like Corey said, he would put Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame. Before I was Mike just, did. I was just about to go. To, I was about to use the Michael Vick comparison. Yeah, go ahead. Corey said mm-hmm. he would put Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame um, over Mike Vick. Okay, that's his opinion, but I doubt that Corey, Corey would not say that Mike Vick isn't legendary. Mike Absolutely Vick, not. Mike Vick is legendary. Mike, One of the most influential quarterbacks ever. Mike Vick is more I think Mike Vick is more legendary than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is is a better quarterback. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback. The most talented quarterback is probably Pat Mahomes. But the most legendary quarterback people still talk about the stuff that Mike Vick was doing 
and Mike Vick ain't played in at least 12 years by now. At least that's how I feel. I feel like it's been 12 years. Um, mm. you, you get what I'm saying about legendary nail killer? Like, yeah, legendary is like it's not necessarily it's not necessarily somebody who's good or great at be at at the sport. It's not necessarily somebody who's in. But the, the story of, of the game it's gets told by legend, with their name. Legendary is yeah, like can you tell the story? without this person. If you can, then they're not legendary. And I feel like Kevin Durant has not contributed enough. And I'm just using Kevin Durant as a token because I heard these these uh, these young boys saying it. But using him as an example, I don't feel like he's contributed enough to basketball to make him a legend. Like his to me, his move to Golden State was legendary. That was a legendary moment. His choice to go to Golden State, but it was legendary on the opposite end. Mm-hmm. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm just making sure I'm making sense. Yeah, it made sense to me because there are players in almost every sport that I feel that way about. Um, they like, I believe like, they're more we, legendary than they are great. Yeah, like would we agree that LeBron is a legend? We would agree with that, right? Oh, oh, hell mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, we would agree that Jordan is a legend. Mm-hmm. Would we agree that we agree that Kobe is a legend, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Killer, you say, and, and this is oh, this is an example of me using legendary. I asked you to name the top five legendary, your top five legendary basketball players. You listed Magic Johnson in there. Mm-hmm. You did not list Kobe in there. But I would argue that Kobe is more legendary than Magic Johnson. I would argue that Kobe is the greatest Laker to ever play basketball. Yeah. And a part of it yeah. is because he is legendary. Kobe was transcendent. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and I'm and I'm not saying you got to change anything in, in your top five or whatever. Oh, I'm not I'm, changing I'm, it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying that like that's what I mean by like are we throwing this word out this word legendary to describe people like older players? Are we using are we using this? Are we taking the word legend too far with some of these dudes? Yeah, I mean, like I think there's like different communities of legend like i said before i think you can be a franchise legend especially for those franchises that don't win shit they need something to glom to so like for example um for the magic shack and penny shack is a legend anyway but yeah and dwight you would call them shack you would call those magic legends even though they're clearly not across the same tier, but they share that stratosphere. But once you go up to legendary, as far well, as your for that, for that as, franchise, yeah, yeah, for that franchise, like like I said, that, that's where there's like different communities of legendary. That's why that's where the um Patrick Ewing thing came up. Like I know good and damn well he's not legendary. He wasn't even the best big of his era, and most nights he wasn't even the best one in his own conference because some nights Zoe was giving him the work. So. Just kind of looking at it 
that sense. You have your little, you have your neighborhood legends, and then you got your national legends. And that's where your Jordans, Kobe's, Birds, those guys are. Yeah, but are we using are we are we using that? Are we just giving that word to anybody though? Is is the question? Well, like, like I don't, I, I don't think anyone from, from off the sticks is because we're smarter than your average sports people. But like, I, do like, think, I almost, do think I, it gets used too loosely. Yes, that's my, that's my question. Yeah, it definitely gets used too loosely, and I think it's, they do that. It's to kind of, kind of like, show reverence, even it, though not every player's right. Exactly. Of it. It's kind of like it's kind of like when people be calling like the their the old their predecessors be calling them OGs. Not everybody a OG. Like Mm-mm. like Rod Strickland was nice, but Rod Strickland ain't no like OG. You know what I'm saying? Like like Rod Strickland is 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 a former basketball player who was who was good in his prime he wasn't even the best point guard on his team in many cases whoa, whoa, i mean damon stoudemire no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. stop i will not so, so you look it's not a lot of it's not a lot of washington players that i enjoy because i ain't a fan of like none of my hometown teams I'm not about to let you disrespect Ross Strickland. Ross Strickland was absolutely the best point guard on every Bullets team that he played on. Oh, I didn't bring up the Bullets. You said Ross Strickland wasn't the best point guard on his team. In some cases, meaning his time in Portland. Don't nobody care about Ross Strickland in Portland. Everybody remember him from in Washington. Nobody cares about Portland or San Antonio. Okay? Nobody care about that. Nobody care about that. Nobody care about that. He played more meaningful. He played more meaningful. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> but he um he definitely played more meaningful basketball in Portland as far as the postseason go. I mean, I he was on that he was on that team that lost to the Lakers when they should have beat him. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna disagree with that. But yeah, I yeah that that was and I'm I'm glad shit. I'm glad this ain't turned into like no no big debate because I'm sitting here like I was like Not I ain't trying, trying to argue with nobody, but I really feel like we giving up. I really feel like we're using these these terms to to show endearment to old people. I think we give I think we're using them terms loosely. Like like I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Is Carmelo Anthony legendary? Nah. I wouldn't say so. Okay. Um but he a Hall of Famer though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other guys who would be like in that same echelon of yeah but no like um, you said like you said you said patrick ewing you called for him the a knicks no or i call him a knicks legend. right no yeah yeah that's what yeah let me finish like you call patrick ewing a knicks legend and i could agree with a knicks legend but i would say overall charles oakley is more legendary than patrick ewing that's because he that's because he, he he won't he like fighting people and i, and I can appreciate that him and anthony mason Anthony Mason. <laughs> That's one ugly man. Like I don't. Like if I, like if I look like Anthony Mason, I would fight people too. <laughs> I really would. I'd be swinging on people because my mama was ugly. Like I'd be, I'd be beating people. Like, How the fuck did the Lakers get down by twenty five so quick? Let me check the turnovers. Dog, they <laughs> down by twenty five. 
Well, then again, it the is. Sco- the score was literally State. just the score was just sixty to seventy. Now it's eighty nine to sixty four. God damn. And Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly is out here doing shit that he has no business doing, like being like playing ISO. He did what? Patrick Beverly ISOed and tried to cross somebody up and it didn't work. That's depressing. Dang boys went off for 30 points in this quarter. Dog, Golden State ain't playing. Bro, they're gonna drop a hundo in three quarters. The Lakers might not even reach a hundred points total. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for turnovers. That's typically where you can tell it. They should have had to start out against a team like San Antonio. Yeah, that would have been better for them. Cause this right here gonna snatch their soul. Oh yeah, this this right here is not a good morale look. Nah. And on top of that, I mean, I swear to God, I ain't trying to make you a misery. I ain't trying. Corey, this bench. No, I was already. I was already. This bench is not it at all. Hey, you know, I know I know my team better than y'all know my team, bro. It's, I, it's I was Pippen Jr. This, bro. Is Scotty Pippen Jr. He made the roster? Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah. I think he played for the Lakers. Yeah, he, he does. He made the roster. He hasn't seen the floor, but he made the roster. Go ahead, son. This is wild, bro. Y'all are getting waxed right now, bro. This is depressing. Trust me. Trust me, y'all. The Lakers gonna make a move. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are not going to miss the playoffs this year. You can believe that. I know how this game looked right now, but the Lakers are not gonna miss the playoffs this year. I'll tell you right now, this is whew. This ain't looking too pretty, bro. It's like a masterpiece sneaker in this bitch. But nah, go ahead, Killer. Finish that what you were saying about uh about legendary. Um, just kind of like just thinking about those kind of players who. Even if the Hall of Famers, they're not legendary, and you got legendary players who aren't Hall of Famers. It's it's strange to me, yeah. but it makes sense. It's one it's one of the strangest things in all of sports. Yeah, but it makes sense. But you said you said you had a question for me though, right? Yeah, I was thinking of the players. Um, would you say Ray Allen? He's legendary. Oh yeah, yeah, he's legendary. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's also right. also with legendary comes a mystique about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like a mystique. There has to be a like a part of the reason why LeBron is legendary is because when you say the name LeBron James, you automatically have this. Uh, you automatically have this. Oh shit! I gotta play him tonight. It, it, it's almost like you have a a certain type of fear or a certain type yeah. of respect for him that can be misconstrued as fear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Kawhi Leonard is not legendary to me. To me, he is not. Mm. You think is he you... might be legendary to the Raptors fans though? He is legend. He he is legendary to the Raptors fans for that one year. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the the fucked up part though is he'll never go down as a Raptors legend. That'll be Vince Carter and T Mac and Chris Bosh, but Kawhi Leonard will never go down as a uh, as a Raptors legend. Fred Van Vliet is going to be more legendary for the Raptors than him. Yeah, Pascal Siakam is going to be Van more Vliet. legendary. Fred Van Vliet is uh the reincarnation of Dana Stoudemire. That was a good pick for them too. 
Damon Sotomayor started the Raptors franchise, if you remember. Yep. Um, but but uh, Corey, yeah, I think uh, I think Kawhi is legendary to Raptors fans, but I don't think he's a Raptors legend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What about Reggie Miller? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot Man. that that Knicks game, that playoff game, yeah. that, that in and of itself. So so you so you remember when I said before that it's, I believe it's more how than what. Yeah. How you did what you did, I think matters more in the scope of legendary yeah. versus just Hall of Famer. Yeah, is T Mac legendary though? <sighs> I'm gonna have to go no. I I'm gonna have to say no too. See, I disagree. I disagree. You think I his disagree. impact was that great? 13 points in 35 seconds? Absolutely. 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 T-Mac, for, for five years, you could not decide between who was better, T-Mac or Kobe. No, point taken. To me, to me, T-Mac is legendary. Like, because when I see T-Mac, I see 13 points in 35 seconds. It is it is the greatest sequence of points I've ever seen scored. Yeah. Well, it's a bad like The first thing I think of when I think of T-Mac is that interview he did when they were up 2-0 on the Pistons. And that's back in the first round. All you needed was three wins. And he's like, man, so how's it feel? You know, you guys are playing really well. He said, no, it feels really good to be in the second round. Then he proceeded to lose three straight. <laughs> Yeah. You can be legendary in that way too. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> you know, you know who was not legendary though. Thoughts on Yao Ming. Hmm. I can agree with that. I can agree yeah. with that. I can agree with that. I think the only reason why Yao Ming's a Hall of Famer is because he was the most, he was the biggest deal from China. Seriously, that's the only reason why he's a Hall of Famer. You, you know what? I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give y'all, I'll give the listeners, I'll give the listeners, because I, I know y'all understand what I'm saying, but if in case the listeners don't understand what I'm saying about this legendary thing, I'll use a wrestling analogy because Corey can explain it so much better than I can. Corey, mm-hmm. you would probably say. Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan are the two greatest wrestlers of all time. Probably, right? Sure, you can say that. And a part of and a part of the reason is, you know, because they are the two figureheads that brought in the most money for the company. Yep. They they those are the two that had that probably had the biggest fan bases, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You would argue that they're probably the two most polarizing, right? You sure? Yeah. Okay. I would argue I would argue that The Rock is more legendary than both of them. That that is what I am saying. The Rock might not now now, now for full full disclosure, The Rock is the greatest wrestler of all time to me. But in the in the scope of like big time wrestling fans like you Corey, The mm-hmm. Rock might not be the greatest wrestler ever. But I, but I think that every, I think that every big, big time wrestling fan could see where I'm coming from when I say The Rock is the most legendary. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I'm trying to see. It's it's hard when you it's hard when you're talking about legendary and you're mentioning great talents, which is why I was trying, which is why I'm trying to use like. 
average talent, like averagely talented people. Okay, okay. To me, in the scope of wrestling, to me, Randy Orton is legendary. To me, Randy Orton is legendary. It, his his finishing moves, his fin his fin people would walk around in school. RK, you are people. you are right. That is that is fact. Yes, for that alone, Randy Orton is legendary. No yes. doubt about it. Yes, that he's he is not, legendary. He's not the greatest wrestler of all time. I don't think Randy Orton is. I don't think Randy Orton is top ten, um, or whatever. But legendary. I I would say that Randy Orton meets the legendary uh, um, qualification. Yeah, he does. That RKO out of nowhere is not going anywhere mm -hmm. anytime soon. Just that alone, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I can rock with that. Yeah. So that's so that's that's what I, that's what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say about the whole legendary thing. Legendary doesn't always equal good or the best or whatever. And so I and so I feel like and again I'm going back to why I brought it up in the first place. I feel like it got tossed in this Kevin Durant conversation because they don't like because they're trying to they're trying to show respect to KD and using the word legend is the only way that they knew how. But in actuality, I, I don't think Kevin Durant is legendary. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I was trying to think of what other people. Like when, and this is kind of a different way to look at it, but I'm pretty sure you all will agree. Kevin Durant's um, hold on the NBA, as far as his legendary status goes, is a footnote in the Warriors' um, legendary status, and that's not good enough to make it. Um, Like, they're going to look at that era of Warriors basketball as the Curry era, period even though he was the best player on those two teams that won those championships, it was it would never be his. And I think that hurts the whole legend status. Hold up. What, that, what's, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's the Curry era? For the Warriors, the Curry era started oh, in 2010 through now. Warriors, yeah. For the Warriors. For the Warriors. Okay. Even if he okay. wasn't the best player on his own team, and he wasn't for that, was it a four-year period, three-year period when, he, when they had Durant's three years? Mm-hmm. They went two and one in the NBA Finals in those three years, with the best player being Kevin Durant. Him winning both of those Finals MVPs, and he would not be looked at as a legend because of the impact that happened for Steph more so than himself. I I want to be clear though. Like I said, this is not a shot at Kevin Durant. I do not believe even if you take Golden State out of it. Let's say that, let's say that him going to Golden State. Let's say that we I didn't. Or we didn't feel any type of way about that decision. Mm -hmm. I still don't think Kevin Durant will be legendary. Like Kevin Durant has not done anything legendary to me. To me, he hasn't done anything legendary. There's not like when people say Kevin Durant. I there's not a moment. There's not a singular moment that I think of. Like when people say Jordan, the first thing I think of is his very last shot as a Chicago Bull on Brian Russell. When people say AI, I think of the stuff, I think of the um the crossover and then him stepping over to Ron Lou. Uh, when I hear T Mac, I think of 13 points, 35 seconds. When I hear Ray Allen, when, when honestly, when I hear Ray Allen, I don't think about an NBA moment at all. I think about Jesus Shuttlesworth. 
playing. There is one NBA moment I think about. The Heat in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. When I um when I hear when I when I think of Reggie Miller, I think about the 17 points in 13 seconds. And the uh, choke, the choke. Yep, the choking, yep, the choking uh, move. Um. When I think of when I think of Ed Reed and Palomalu, I think about a bunch of picks. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think about what was the what was the Cowboys quarterback? That that's the perfect example. The Cowboys quarterback, Corey. Not or Romo. Aikman? Nope, not not Romo, not Aikman. Aikman. Nope, not Romo, not Aikman. This Starback? No, this person is not in the Hall of Fame. I think his name was Danny White. Yeah, I remember Danny White. Danny White. No, you don't. Danny White played football before we was born. Watching his stuff. You might have seen an old. You might have seen an old game or something, but you don't remember no Danny White. I remember watching his stuff, so I can remember Danny White. Danny White won the Cowboys a Super Bowl. Like not like Doug Williams, where he like substituted in. Like no. He was the starter, came in and won the Super Bowl. Like Danny Danny White. That mm-hmm. dude, I would call him a legend. Now, he ain't he ain't in the Hall of Fame. It's he's a guy that nobody nobody talks about or really remembers like that. But to me, like you gotta, you gotta have a let like a legendary moment to be considered a legend at something. So that's what I, that's what I was trying to say. If if I ain't said it already, if Danny White is, would that mean the same thing for David Tyree? David Ty- David Tyree, who uh who um caught the ball, who caught the ball on his helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he he a, he a, he a legend. He a football legend. You can't you cannot talk. You can't tell the story. You can't tell the story of the NFL without talking about that catch. You can't do it. But that I remember Mike was pissed that oh, night I sure with was. the. <laughs> I sure was. I still I still say this and believe this to this day. If you change that schedule around for New England. And you give them New York in week nine instead of week seventeen, they beat the shit out of New York when they play them again. I, I wanted New I wanted uh, New England to, I wanted New England to win that Super Bowl. I don't know why. You I, hate the Giants. I, I, yeah, I, I don't fuck with the Giants. I do not fuck with the Giants. Can you imagine how I felt when the 49ers and the Ravens win the Super Bowl? I didn't know who the fuck to root for. Blackout Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. which was bullshit. But yeah. I didn't want. The Niners to win because then they have six, and I didn't want the Ravens to win because I was going to be in Baltimore the whole goddamn summer. That was that was our fiftieth year. I was going to be there. I would just like to point out, Corey. I would just like to point out. The killer said he remembered Danny White, but Danny White played from nineteen seventy six and retired in nineteen eighty eight. I'm saying I remember him because I hey. watched him play. All right, Not so look. live, like, oh, on Sunday, I'm cutting it on. I'm watching him throw the ball. But I remember watching him 
on ESPN Classic growing up because they played a lot of Cowboys and Raider stuff. Uh-huh. I hear this explanation mm. killer. Since you remember Danny White, tell me how he performed in Super Bowl twelve. Uh, didn't he throw like, <laughs> didn't he throw like three TDs in that game or some shit? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just fucking with you. I don't know. I want to nah, say he, he threw like three TDs. Yeah, he won. He won Super Bowl twelve. Danny White. Yeah, I'm about to pull up that um Super Bowl twelve. Yeah, Super Super Bowl twelve. Wasn't that when it was like the NFL and like the AFL Cowboys beat the Broncos? Hmm. Man, nah, it was it was NFC, NFC AFC back then. No, I said wasn't that when it was the NFL and the AFL? Nah, it was NFC AFC back then. Oh really? Mhm. Well, damn. All right, Corey, you said you got anyway. NCAA Hall of Famer. Wait a minute. Stallback played in that game. Uh, Danny White. Two passes, Starback and Robert Newhouse are the ones that got off. Mainly the Starback. Danny White. I gotta pull up his shit. Uh, Super Bowl twelve. Second. It might have been Super Bowl eleven. Second team All Pro. Second team All Pro in eighty two. Pro Bowl in eighty two. What the hell is the WFL? Oh no. I don't know no 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 no. What? Arizona State. Super Bowl twelve. Let me see. Roger Staubach retired in 80. Mm-hmm. That's oh, when Danny White took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny White took over as, as the Cowboys starter. Okay, so yeah, I got it mixed up. Danny White and won the, the, the 80s were. With, yeah, Dan, Danny White won a Super Bowl with Dallas, but was the starting quarterback after Staubach. Yeah. Right. And let's just say it was rough for him. Because oh, the eighties oh, yeah, were not no, kind no, for y'all. Dan, the eighties were not kind for y'all. Nah, Danny, Danny White was not was not like good. <laughs> like Danny White was not good. I just know that he won a Super Bowl yeah. um, with, with with the Cowboys. It wasn't like he was bad either. By those years' standards, there was a lot of interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. go back and pull up on um, some of Elway's earlier numbers, and you'd be like, well, "God damn!" And definitely Joe Montana. That man threw more picks in a Black Panther party. I'll let that sit for a second. Killer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you always have one a show, bro. That was, that was that actually was, that was actually that was actually a good one. I get yeah, that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. Um, but like you said, that's a cowboy legend for y'all. Cordell yeah. is that way for Steeler fans. How we look at Cordell. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like, he's, like, like, okay, the perfect, 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 perfect example. The, uh, this is a better example than what I said about Danny White. Reggie Bush is a legend. 
Mm. Reggie Bush is mediocre ass career. Reggie Bush is not a Hall of Famer. Reggie Bush is a legend. He is absolutely a legend. Absolutely a legend. Mm -hmm. Without Reggie Bush, there's no Shady McCoy. No, there's another legend that I'm gonna bring up that um basketball people would know. If you know basketball deeply like that, you'll know. Ronald Curry was a legend. And then flamed out when he got to Oklahoma State. Ronald Curry. Mm-hmm. Ronald Curry is that dude. Flamed out. Couldn't get out. He's one of those athletes that just couldn't get out of his own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Corey, you said you got the Issy Hall of Famer? Yeah, I got it this week. So this one, I wanted to do this person because I think his career has been fascinating. And it really made me wonder, is he a Hall of Famer? Okay. So we're going to stick with the NFL. So we're doing the NFL thing. Mm-hmm. This player uh, is a was a defensive back. He's retired. He played for 11 seasons. Okay. 11 seasons, defensive back. He is... Won one Super Bowl, one first team All Pro, one second team All Pro, and a five time Pro Bowler. This player has 467 total tackles, 125 pass deflections, 35 picks, five forced fumbles and four fumble recoveries and 10 defensive touchdowns. Oh, he he is he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you said he got into the end zone 10 times? Mhm. He's a Hall of Famer. He got yeah. into the end zone almost just as many times as Devin Hester. <laughs> uh, he got into the end zone almost as many times as um as he picked off the ball. That's incredible. No, nah, he said 35 picks, right? Yeah, 35, yeah, 35 picks. picks. 35 and 10 tutties. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So, from, so, DBs may see the end zone twice yeah, if they're no, lucky. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. He he got a, he got like a 30-something, a 30-something percent chance. Mm-hmm. I bring, I, I want to do this guy because, like, this is a player that he doesn't really get talked about. Now he retired uh, not that long ago, but when you talk about his era, I don't think too many people talk about him enough in his era when, of when what you, he did. When you no, say I, when you say DB was safety or corner, he is a well, corner. with thirty five picks. I'm guessing corner. He is a corner. Okay, so that that does make it extremely easy for me because I believe what, I know who you're talking about. What era did he play in? So he played in the Brady Manning era. Yes. So are we t- early so not the 90s but the early 2000s? We're talking uh, like mid that's like the mid 2000s on back. Think uh mm. Toward the middle of the Xbox 360 run. I know that's a weird thing to say. 
right around that run. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I, good. I, I think when Madden's were starting to get good again. Right around that 0809 era is what I'm believing. Because if he just retired, it had to be around that 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 time period. Because to get 35 picks, it had to be at least a 10-year career. Played 11 years. Now, I think I know who it is. I'm stuck between two guys. I was stuck between two guys until you said it was a recent retirement. And I'm going to let you know who the other guy was before I let you know who this guy was. But, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Even even without me knowing who it is, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, ten defensive tutties. I mean, that's that's crazy. And the passes that aren't thrown to him don't get tracked as a stat too. Which I think, if you're locking down at corner like that, then this is a man corner, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like he mainly played man. Yeah. That means you spend more time getting burned than you do actually making defensive plays. So, yeah, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so, this, guy, this guy is a Hall of Famer. I, I think this guy's a Hall of Famer. So, Killer, real quick, the guy who you who you, you say you think you know who he is, right? Yeah. So, would you agree that in terms of Hall of Fame talk, that even though – I'm just asking, right? Even though, like, do you think like he's sort of like being overlooked or not talked about enough in terms of? You see, he played in an era where the DB became the dog position that it is now, where it really began to shine. Like back in the day, you had Dion, but please name me another corner who was on that kind of a level. There weren't many. Because you went like it went Dion, then it went like the Dre Blys and the uh, what's my boy for um for the uh pay, um, Ty Law and you know, like you had corners, but they weren't as bountiful as they are in this era. Can we mm-hmm. agree on that? Yep. So he gets looked over because he's playing in a way more satur- he played in a way more saturated era. I mean, probably some of the best corners of all time played in his era and some of the most talented corners for a small period of time outshined him, even though he was consistent his entire career. Like mm-hmm. like a guy like Josh Norman, who had a hot two years, this player now gets put on the back burner. But he also played in the same era as Darrell Revis. And then when Revis went down, he was still up. But here come the McCordy twins. God damn. Okay. Um, Marshawn Lattimore right down the back end of your career. And um, Richard Sherman right there in the apex of his career. So it really made it tough for most people to say that this particular guy's a Hall of Famer because he was surrounded by that much talent and was never really the best guy. But when you looked at it and a play needed to be made defensively, bruh made it. In the, in, and in games where the shit counted way more than any of those other players I listed, because he has something that most of those guys don't have, and that's a ring. I think he has two. You said he had two rings, right? He has one. He has one? Mm-hmm. I think this guy played in multiple I, Super Bowls, though. I know where you would think he would probably have two, but he only got one. Yeah, because 
I, this guy played for two teams that always got to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, now you know you now you know I know who the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you know who I'm talking about because I as like just watching watching football the way I watch it and now coaching it so I watch it differently. He would be a nightmare to scheme against. A nightmare. And on top of that, he single-handedly made a bad college football team worth watching. You definitely know who this is. Yes, I do. (laughs) Because I'll tell you right now, I remember watching him play. Mike, I'm gonna give you a way to answer. At no, Kansas. no, you don't, you don't need to. You don't need to give me. You don't need to give me nothing. Nigga was nuts. Okay. Probably made single-handedly the most impressive interception I've ever seen in college football history. You clearly ain't seen Jordan Lewis interception at Michigan, man. Okay, are you talking about the tossback pick? No, I'm talking about the, the pick that when Jordan Lewis was at Michigan. Um, and they threw the, the ball was in the air. This this motherfucker turned mid air and palmed it with his left hand, his off hand. Hold on, I, yeah, I think I remember when you're talking about. Um, hold on, Jordan Lewis. Corey, you know what interception I'm talking about, right? Yep. Yep. Interception versus Wisconsin. I don't even remember who the hell it was against. I just remember the pick. Yeah, it was against Wisconsin. I'm I'm about to watch it right now. But oh my lord, he rolled this dude back. But let's just let's just get let's just get this out the way. The no, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the numbers say that he's a Hall of Famer. Because of who he is, I would not put him in the Hall of Fame. I do not think the individual is because I also know who it is. I don't think the individual deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but his numbers are impressive. So, oh my lord! So, Killer, you wanted to give me the answer. You don't have to give me the answer. We both know who it is. There was only there was only uh, there was only three big time corners in in that in that era for real. There was only three big time corners. There was. Uh, P squared or four corners. There was P squared. There was Revis. There was um. There was P squared. There was Revis. There was Richard Sherman, and there was a key to lead. Mm-hmm. The answer is a key to lead. One hundred percent, the key to lead. It's, it's a it's a key to lead. It is a key to lead. Um, I would not put him in the Hall of Fame though. No. I would not put him in the Hall of Fame. His numbers are nice. He got in the end zone way more than Richard Sherman, but I would not put him in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so quick question on that, because you know I would. Why would uh, a key to leave not be a Hall of Famer? He was too much of a journeyman. The four teams. Five, five teams. It was four. It was four. It was five. It was four. The Bucks, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Rams, the Dolphins. He never suited for the Dolphins. Want to put money on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Go look at the 2019 Miami Dolphins roster. Okay, because I'm looking at his 2019 stats, and it's only with the Rams. Nope, oh, just with the Dolphins. So here's a funny little tidbit. 
he was on injured reserve and, and he never played a single down for the Dolphins. Yep. He was on the roster. He was on the roster. Didn't play. Never never suited and never played. Five teams. I, I, he's too much of a journeyman. See, this is so this is why I wanted to I want to do this on him because it's like because like his numbers say no doubt Hall of Famer. Yep. But the person, you know, I know that might be a conflict with something, but like to me, I think I would put him in the Hall of Fame. I would put him in the Hall of Fame. Maybe not first ballot. I mean, to be to be fair, you have to put him in the Hall of Fame if his numbers say he he's in the Hall of Fame. I Akeem Talib, he 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 was never a feared corner. He just he was just never a feared corner. Like Revis, you ain't throwing over there. There are corners where like you ain't throwing. Dion, Champ Bailey, Daryl Green, Revis. You ain't throwing near them. P squared, you ain't throwing near him. But Richard Sherman and the Keep to Lead, they got picks because they got opportunities. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And while he capital, he did capitalize on those opportunities. I don't want to take nothing from him. I got a question. I just, I just, I, yeah, I, he's just not a Hall of Famer to me. I, I got a quick little question. All right. Is Asante Samuel a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. And I know, and I know he played for uh, what three teams, four teams? Uh, three. Three. The three. Main one being the Eagles. Um, I remember him more in New England. Hell no, he was he was at the prime of his career in Philly. He was there twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six in New England. Okay, twenty seven through thirty. He was better in Philly. He was Asante. Asante, you you sure about that? Dog, Asante Samuel, and fit, it was him and Namdi Asamoah on the on the on the as the two corners. Yo, Namdi Asamoah was a bust, I tell you that. <laughs> but but yeah, um, but I knew you was gonna ask about Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel, yeah, I definitely put him in the Hall of Fame. I definitely put him in the Hall of Fame, yeah. without question. Yeah, I just think his his New England years were a little bit better in my eyes. Asante got 51 picks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I never said he wasn't. Yeah, um, but Asante wasn't a journeyman, though. Like, like teams wanted Asante Samuel. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he wasn't a journeyman. Akeem Tlaib, the most famous thing I remember him doing is snatching Michael Crabtree chain. <laughs> I remember that too. It's a shame we just sermon only got thirty seven picks. Only got three touchdowns. Richard Sherman yeah. I will put in the Hall of Fame only because he was a part of the Legion of Boom. That's the only reason why I will put him in the Hall of Fame. This man Marcus Peters got thirty two interceptions so far in his career. 
He's been in the league seven years. Yeah, but Marcus Peters, he 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 like Marcus Peters is like Janoris Jenkins to me. He going he going gamble on every play. Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Bro, Jenkins. I forgot Jack, about that. Jack Rabbit. Janoris Jenkins. Marcus Peters remind me of him. He gonna hold you and he gonna jump routes. Oh, Terrell Buckley. And name. a lot of the times, and a lot of the times, uh, what you call it? What's his face? Um, um, a lot of the time he would get burnt. Marcus Peters. He would get he get burnt a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that does happen quite a bit. Yeah. And it's gonna happen even more if. He's still a wide receiver's pan out. And by the way, um, I'm also hearing in some stiller chats as well, that trade is valid as hell. LV. Mm-hmm. And Devin Bush bought the fuck out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He balled out. Y'all can have LV. Y'all can hell y'all can have live all y'all want. <laughs> y'all can have him all y'all wolf hunter whatever the fuck else y'all want to call him y'all can have his ass for my um skyrim players he's a nord all right Corey. so y'all about to go down oh and one how you feeling well Thing about basketball is 82 games, so it's like this one night. Like I ain't like I, I expected this loss, so I'm not tripping over it. I just I want to see how we do over the course of like 10 games, like a 10 game stretch. Now, if y'all do some shit like lose to Indiana or some shit, y'all got problems. Yeah, yeah, but that would be was... so LA to lose to the Knicks. Yeah, that would be a very LA thing to do. We're going to have a lot of conversations uh, uh, with the NBA because I'm going to tell you, we got to talk about Kawhi Leonard. We got to talk about Kawhi Leonard and uh, and how. We got to talk about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And we got to talk about why we don't give Clippers the amount of shit that we give the Knicks or the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Like, like we don't never talk. Whenever we talk about like major disappointments, we be talking about the Lakers. Or we be talking about the Knicks. Actually, we don't never mention the Clippers. Mike, you may remember this when the um we actually talked about that on the podcast I had going on before mm-hmm. about the um Clippers being a total disappointment. I ripped them a brand new one on that on my own YouTube channel. Ripped them a new one. Because that loss was single-handedly the most embarrassing shit I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, we we yeah, we got to talk about them. We got to talk about them. And also, by the way, this has nothing to do with the NBA or the NFL. I told you about them damn Tennessee Volunteers, didn't I? Oh, I, I'm just happy Bama <laughs> lost. <laughs> nah, I told y'all the Tennessee Volunteers was coming this year. I I said it. Oh, you talking about when we did the, we did uh, the, mm-hmm. the the college pregame show? Yeah. Yeah. I Hill told y'all Tennessee was going to be he something was, to watch. He was high on Tennessee. I like Tennessee too, but Killer actually Killer thought yeah, they were no, Killer did a good job. I told yeah. y'all Texas should be ranked, and we ranked. God damn it. Yeah. And Florida State, I'm I'm still proud of y'all for this year. 
because the last three games we did lose them. Yes, but I'll be honest with you. <laughs> listen up, listen up. I'll be honest with you. I had us losing all three of those games when we started the year. Hey, Corey, he said, I mean, the last three games, now we did lose those. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's the teams we lost to, how we lost to them, but the fact that we fought directly to the end, like we never quit. Same thing I said about the Cowboys on Sunday. Florida State balled the fuck out these last three weeks. I am beyond proud. All I, at best, I had us going to a bowl, like an early December bowl. We could be playing later in the month. We could be damn near at Christmas, because I don't think anyone left on our schedule is going to be this. We're going to drag Florida. Uh, okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. We're going to drag Florida. Florida is trash. We're going to drag Florida. They got a quarterback though. I don't give a fuck. So do we. Man, y'all quarterback ain't going to no damn league. Just because he ain't going to the league don't mean he ain't good for where he at. He hasn't made the the terrible play. He's consistent, which is all we truly need. I'm gonna tell you, hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all what quarterback I hate. I hate this quarterback like the most. In is he still playing football? Yeah, yeah, he's still playing. Oh, I was about to say, I was Tim Tebow. Oh no, no. <laughs> no. This nah, but like the current quarterback that I hate the most cuz I don't understand why people like him. I don't understand why people think he's good is the quarterback for LSU. Yeah, bro, it's terrible. He was a transfer from I think Arizona State. I don't know why people like him. Like he's but, not like have y'all seen LSU? Like have y'all watched them? Yes. Play? Yeah. Yes. Remember they started off with us. To, I don't know how y'all feel, but to me, I'm like, I'm not impressed by him at all. It's his stature that gets people. Like, he can run his ass off, but I'm like, that's all he can do. Like, he don't do nothing impressive to me. He's he's Marquise Williams. For people who don't know the UNC quarterback, that was before Mitchell Trubisky. That's who he is. The only reason they gushing over him is because he's playing in the SEC. That's legit the way he is. He's a North Carolina. He's a North Carolina quarterback. Yeah. Congratulations, son. You're just doing it in LSU. Let's Big difference. Out. Let's get out of here, man. This- yeah. Hey. So, any final words, gentlemen? Anything y'all want to get off your heart? Um. No, I just want everybody to be well. Be well. Be safe. Love each other. Just need some need some love in this world, man. We need to spread more love in this world. Like peanut uh, butter. Yeah. Even though I'm allergic to peanut butter. But uh, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man. I uh, just, uh, just told Corey to spread death. I know. Thanks. Some friend you are, killer. Killer, you living up to your name, killer. But uh yeah, everybody. Just uh, you know, spread love. Love each other. Take care of each other. That's it. Uh, my last words are, I am not Kyrie Irving at all. I want to let y'all know. I've been hearing stories. Tupac is alive. All week, I've been hearing stories. Tupac is alive. Tell y'all right now. 
Tupac is alive. I need his old ass in the studio. He owed me some albums. <laughs> he owed me some albums. There's some dude, the inmate in Colorado, is saying he is Tupac reincarnated. And he is going so far that he has filed a lawsuit to claim Tupac's old estate. I don't know what the fuck going on in the world. I don't know what God got going on up there. But if Tupac's still here, he owe me some albums. I expect my Apple music to be jumping in about two months. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if y'all been seeing the articles about Tupac being alive, but I've been seeing them like for the last like three days. Dang. Yeah. Uh, yo, maybe I gotta rejig my algorithm because I ain't heard nothing on that, but that's intriguing as hell. That's crazy. I, I am. I am hearing. Saying, saying, but hearing so much. So I've been hearing it so much that on Twitter. Somebody posted photos, Tupac's autopsy, to kind of say that he not alive, to, to disprove that the whole alive notion. And I'm sitting here like, you put autopsy fo- autopsy photos on Twitter? You out of your mind? That's that's kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, I'm a little suspicious now. How Tupac get in a photo with Beyonce? Huh. Nigga. How? How's Tupac sitting at the basketball game in 2014? Uh, did somebody just put him in these photos? Oh, this is is this real? Because these look authentic as fuck. <laughs> hold on, hold on, y'all. yo, bro. Post some shits in the Discord. Yo, I gotta see these photos. I gotta see these pictures, bro. I'm about to post it. I'm about to post it right here in the chat, right here in the Skype chat. I'm about to post it right here. Tell me, tell me that ain't Tupac with Beyonce. Uh, man, <laughs> that's pop, bro. Tell me that's not Tupac sitting at a basketball game in 2014. <laughs> Bro, son, that's pop, bro. I am not believing this, bro. No. Tell me that's not Pac on the big screen. Yo, who that basic bitch is, though? That's a a lookalike, bro. That ain't too pop. Nah, I'm more disappointed in the fact that he with that bitch. Anyone else see her face? That is terrible. No. That is terrible. Look, she she looked like she's smiling because her mama used to listen to his music. Like that's how she that's, Corey, that's the smile bro. she got on her face right now. Hey Corey, my mom yeah. loves you. This this is this is the this is all I'm gonna say. Keep all I'm gonna say is keep your eyes on the chat. When I post this next picture, you're gonna be like, what the fuck. Nigga. I'm just saying. Man, the internet is crazy, huh? Look, you know, if, 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 if somebody is plot is just just putting him in photos, they talented as hell. They need to come, they need to come and do our logo if they can do all this. 
But, Bro, that's... Uh, <sighs> like, but like, yo. Motherfuckers is out here talking about Tupac being alive and shit. I'm he got a fucking point. I'm telling y'all, I've been seeing... Look, matter of fact, matter of fact, here go a link. About to put in here. Just read, read the headline on that link. Just read it. Somebody read it out loud. Hold on. It says Tupac is alive after faking his own death. I swear, this I've been seeing this like the last three days. The I son. don't know why. I've been seeing this the last three Bruh, days. Bro, it's been it's been reported by the sun. I'm not saying they reputable. They ain't off they shit either. Oh, here's the crazy here's the crazy part, right? So about to post one more photo on this Tupac shit. And I'm not I'm not sitting here saying I believe it. I'm saying I don't know what the fuck to believe. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm gonna post one more photo. Y'all let me know when y'all see it. And y'all let me know if y'all can spot the problem. This is a picture that all of us have seen. Now blow up the photo and, and spot the problem. Let me see if y'all can point it out. Corey, you see anything wrong with it? No, not yet. Not yet. Fuck is he holding? Come on, what should night holding? No, I was looking at pop. Huh. See what I mean? Make you think, right? Yeah. Damn, damn, look. Watch this. Watch this. Y'all got the y'all got the picture blown up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, allegedly, Tupac, Tupac was shot and killed in the car with Suge Knight at a stoplight. They was talking to some girls, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all know the story, right? Yeah. If they were shot in the car waiting at a stoplight, why ain't no key in the ignition? Look at the ignition by the steering wheel. It's sitting right behind the steering wheel. It ain't no key in there. And they ain't had no push to start. Why ain't no key in the ignition? Bruh, I'm fucked right now. Where, where is Suge Knight? Where, where could Suge Knight possibly be looking with his hand on the steering wheel like he driving. It ain't no key in there. So that's how this shit started. I seen this picture on Twitter first and somebody was like, y'all ever notice ain't no key in the ignition? And I was like, shut the fuck up. And so I zoomed in. I was like, it sure ain't. And so then the next day I saw this article on Bing saying that Tupac is alive. And then 
I saw a TikTok video showing all the ways that we should know that Tupac is alive. There is some, there is some dude, there is some dude with like salt and pepper uh, locks. He got the same bone structure as Tupac. His teeth are the same, like have the same flaws that Tupac had, like on his on the bottom on his bottom set of teeth. Mm-hmm. Like it's identical. I'm gonna send y'all the video. Y'all gonna think I'm tripping. But I'm I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying if this if Tupac is dead, yo, it's a lot of motherfuckers that look like him. Yeah, I thought I saw him in a Wayne Wonder video back in the Here day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no need no more holding back. Dead ass, bro. So the guy I saw him in a Wayne Wonder video. He was dancing with some chick with a Jamaican flag behind him, waving and shit. Well, all I'm saying. Yeah, post that TikTok in the and not in the on computer chat. But the um Discord wanna be able to access that bit whenever. Yeah, look, I am I'ma show you. Look, uh, as soon as I find it, show you because like That's yo, crazy. Hey man, y'all never know what y'all gonna get on off the sticks, yo. Real talk. You never know what you're gonna get. Went from arguing about the New York Giants to talking about Tupac. Dog, dog, look. Telling y'all, man. Look. I don't know what the fuck going on. But all I know is if Tupac alive, they need to stop fucking with me because he owe me albums. And do y'all notice we ain't heard shit about Biggie being alive. Nope. Like, like it's confirmed that he's that he is not here no more. My bad, y'all. These were supposed to be last words. I'm over here random. Nah, 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 bro. That's that's some shit that had me thinking. I ain't know if I'm gonna be able to sleep well tonight. Good thing I don't start that job till next week. Hey, look, um. I, I put the link. I put the link right in there. Both of y'all in the admin channel. Y'all can look at it when y'all won't. Apparently, it's some dreadlock dude. That's that's Tupac now. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Corey, you laughing, dog? I I I, uh, I think I've seen this dude before. Like, I think I may have seen this video before. I think I know what you're talking about. Like, without me clicking the link, I think I've seen this before because I remember seeing some salt and pepper dreadhead dude in some video, and everyone was talking about something that was pop. All I know, Corey, look. What you gonna do if Tupac come knock on your door? Man, Tupac ain't gonna knock on my door, bro. Yeah, he Dude. might need a spot to stay. Better chance of it happening to you than me. Bro. Alright, we'll saying, see. Man. I'm just saying. I'll let y'all know if he does. Alright, yo, let me let's get out of here, yo. Alright. You already know my final words are hey, Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer. That doesn't mean he isn't legendary. Just oh, Draymond Green's definitely legendary. He's not a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah. But definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us for this long.
three things that we all learned. There's a difference between a legend and a Hall of Famer. We also learned that the Philadelphia Eagles are still yet to be tested. And Tupac's alive, y'all. But on top and, of everything else. And apparently getting punched in the face by Draymond Green is going to help your basketball game. Yeah, because Jordan Poole went nutty. Shot a really good percentage from the field. He had a decent game. Yeah. I bet that man scored 16 points a night just because he got punched. (laughs) (laughs) Dead serious. Hey, hold up. Real quick. I'm sorry. I got last words. I'm sorry. I got last words. This is not about Tristan Thompson, Corey, because you was ready. You was pissed. Tristan Thompson. But look, look, look. Jordan Poole didn't have the greatest game, right? Mm-hmm. He went 4 15, 12 points, 2 and 9 from 3, right? So he didn't have the greatest game. I just want y'all to know Draymond Green, Mr. Future Hall of Famer, he went 2 for 5 from the field and scored 4 points. That's all. That's all I got to say. Score 4 points. His career, his season average right now is four points. Bruh. Hey, <laughs> yo, we should count how many double digit games he has versus single digit games <laughs> and see which one is which one's more. Um, but look, <clears throat> serious, serious last words is make sure y'all go check out the Black Friday deals. Make sure if y'all got kids, get their Christmas list together right now. Start saving up. Mm-hmm. Because you got, you know, high, everything is inflated right now. So, you know, Christmas prices is about to, is about to skyrocket high. So, y'all go ahead and save y'all money now. If y'all in the video games, look at the Black Friday video game uh, catalog. It'll tell you, like, what the deals are. All of the consoles and video games and shit. So, like, make sure y'all do that. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. That's serious. Yeah, and on top of that, don't 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 watch that Megan movie. That shit's creepy as fuck. If y'all seen the trailer for that movie called Megan, it's it's creepy as fuck. No, no Megans. I don't know. Don't do that. I don't know no Megans. Nah, that shit. <laughs> that shit was shit weird, bro. That's all I'm saying. This is what happens when when you trust AI too much, and I don't mean Allen Iverson. All right, yo. All right, but we out this bad boy. Y'all be easy, and we catch y'all later in the week. We out. See you.